Hey there, everyone. Um, it's JV. Uh, so things are rough out there right now, and um, I just wanted to let y'all know that uh, we are thinking about, you know, whoever is listening to this, um, we're thinking about you. And if you need anything, um, if things start to get really stressful and whatnot, and you want folks to talk to, um, feel free to tweet at us, and we're also going to be making a Discord server. Um, I, uh, the link for, the link for our Discord server will be in the show notes. Um, if you want to just go on there and have a conversation that is completely separate from any COVID-19 anything, um, you know, we'll be there, and we want to talk to y'all, so, uh, there might even be an upcoming movie night, possibly, depending on how things sort of work. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna keep recording. Um, in particular, uh, like, both Date and I are, um, have, have some complications as far as COVID-19 is concerned, so we've been taking things sort of extra safe. Um, but overall that won't change whether or not our show is happening. Our show will continue to happen. So don't worry. You'll still hear from us. Um, and, uh, yeah, as always, we welcome any comment that you have. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, enjoy the episode. Ooh, y'all, this is a long one. I'm going to just be honest. The next three are long, honey. They are quite long. And, um, I'm a, like, I'm recording this as I'm about to edit the first one, and I will do my best, y'all, but we got to talking. Who am I kidding? I said way too much during the first one, so I'm gonna cut most of what I said that was long, um, but, you know, just in general, uh, during this time where you might be slash definitely are in quarantine um feel free to listen to uh listen to the long episodes that we have um but yeah as always let us know what you think uh we look forward to hearing from you hopefully and stay safe out there y'all seriously stay safe out there keep washing your hands and turn up to some seal <laughs> Hi, I'm Dane Shiner. And I'm J.V. Hampton Van Sant. And welcome to Wannabe Film Buffs. Where we watch all the movies that we somehow managed to miss until now. And today we are talking about Batman Begins. Because fuck yes we are. And now for a fun part. So theme of uh, a theme of sorry yes um Mm -hmm. we should probably mention again that we're doing serious binge hell oh fuck yeah Yeah. you are correct yes let us do that Mm -hmm. uh today we are doing another rendition of serious binge hell because the next movie on our list is the dark knight part of christopher nolan's batman trilogy meaning that we are going to be doing batman begins the dark knight and the dark knight rises back to back starting with Batman Begins. Correct, despite the fact that I saw The Dark Knight before I saw 
<laughs> the Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises before I saw Batman Begins because I forgot that Batman Begins existed. Um, <laughs> like, so in 2005, the movie that I saw, it we're, we're going to mention it in a minute. That is the one that I remember seeing in 2005. It won an, it, it won an Oscar. However, um, backing up, fun little thing. Um, theme of this movie. The theme of this movie, fear. That is actually a thing. That was a note in the yes. thing. This one is fear. I think the next one is... Chaos. Um, yes, chaos. And then the last one was pain. It was pain. Okay. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, simply due to the heroes, they the, the villains, sorry, the heroes, Jesus. This is how twisted my brain is. I decided to call them heroes. Woo! That's a wild slip of the tongue. Anyway, um... <laughs> But no, the the um that the villains um the villains they chose specifically are the fear one, the chaotic one, and the pain one, which I love a lot. But in the interest of um the fear one and coming up with a fun little name um for ourselves, because become the thing you fear. Why not? I have decided that I'm going to be dead fish man. That is <laughs> the dead fish man. <laughs> because the Batman. Anyway, that's fine. So what is the story behind your fear, though? Because we get that in this movie. Yes. Like the story behind Bruce Wayne's fear. Oh, yeah. Um, Honestly, the fact that I've seen so many fish die because <laughs> of my mother. Okay, like, my... sorry, Mom, <laughs> I'm going to tell a story. Um, <laughs> So I've owned a lot of fish in my life. A lot. And this... This was mostly when I was a kid. I would say roughly, the number is roughly about 27. That will that will make a lot of sense in a minute when I explain how one group of them died all at once in one night. Anyway, so the first one was a betta fish. Um, well, actually, it was two betta fish. Those one tank issue, the, the thing that you're not supposed to do that they tell you you're not supposed to do if you get two of them. Which is put them right next to each other in the same thing. So they tore each other to death and I found them. Um, so there's that. Then there was the um, the one that we froze to death because it was winter and it, we put it next to the window. I, like, first of all, that was actually in someone's office. It was my fish, but it was in someone else's office. So, like, they put it on the... They put it, like, on the heater, but also next to the window. Both of those are bad ideas, and they didn't learn because the next one got boiled to death. So one of them froze, one of them got boiled, both of them, gross, found them the next day. Anyway, and then the final group. We got a whole lot of um, of minnows, and I named each and every one of them the night that we got them. And then we had a goldfish, and we put the goldfish in oh, with the minnows. No. Now, remember that thing about the goldfish of the shit memory? That includes eating. So it ate every single minnow and then just sort of popped. <laughs> so, <sighs> so do y'all see why I chose dead fish specifically as the So, thing? <laughs> judging by your fear, your superpowers, if you had them, would be uh, changing the temperature of your enemy's blood. <laughs> And inducing rage. Inducing rage. <laughs> and also causing people to swell until they burst. Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> or just or re- relieving their inhibition because they don't remember that they're full. Like whatever that thing is, like just doing that so that they just keep fucking eating until they die. Exciting uh, is... gluttony. <sighs> anyway, yeah. So there's that's a fun story that my mom is gonna be so mad that I shared. She will never live that down. She also killed a gecko that I had too because she fed oh, it a stink no. bug, and those are poisonous. That one I understand though, because I didn't know that it w- like I didn't know that that was not a thing you were supposed to feed it. But I also then thought that the animal itself would have maybe like had the instinct to not eat it. But that's not how instincts work. No. I was, in fairness, I was eleven. How was I supposed to know that was not how that worked? Anyway, true, but like fine. in in this present mindset, I literally <laughs> study what yeah. that behavior is in school. Precisely. Of how they mm-hmm. learn to avoid <laughs> yep. poisonous things. <laughs> and I'm presuming that that involves being not sort of exposed to it necessarily, but like the, um, like there, there's a sort of, they're not what solitary, hap- are they? What happens mm-hmm. is when an organism eats mm-hmm. a poisonous mm-hmm. organism, most of the time they don't die. They hack it back up very violently. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they tell all of their animal friends, hey, don't do this. Right. This this thing with the orange and black markings, don't do that. And then it's passed down from the Which generation. would have happened if this one had friends. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I feel a lot more for this gecko um, that is buried under a house that... Or was buried under a house. I don't know what happened to it, actually, after that, because they tore up the house and rebuilt the goddamn house which meant that they dug up the, <laughs> the little box with the dead lizard in oh it. my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i can't okay it, that was also back when i lived in the suburbs so that's the most suburban story that i have in my entire life is wow. we buried that thing and then we moved from that house and then they found it yeah <laughs> Yeah. At least it wasn't a cat. Anyway, um, <laughs> horrifying. Even more horrifying. That's a bigger skeleton. And just, ew. anyway. Yeah. Your My answer. Fear, uh, wasp man. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> while we do need to save the bees at all costs, yes. Wasps are fucking assholes. They are. And, like, there are even some of them that lay their damn eggs in other organisms and those babies hatch and eat their way out of their Fuck, host. I thought that was another No, those are wasps. Those are wasps. Okay, I I totally thought that was another Is there another fly that does that too? I think so. Okay. Uh, bot flies. There it is. And that's those lay their eggs in humans. Yeah, that's the one that I'm like that I'm always like, no fuck that. No fuck that. Fuck uh, that royally. That there, is the worst. There's anyway. also a Good. wasp mm-hmm. whose species name is literally Dementor. Of course it is. What and nerd fucking name? I, anyway. It was a group name. It, oh, it was an election oh. thing. Like, uh, let's see. Let me look it up because this is a great little. Oh, they chose that. That was chosen was by a group. Oh, yeah. I love that. Ah, uh, yeah. Species, uh, genus, and species name is Ampelex Dementor. Let us never forget that we are the we are the race of being that decided that we are going to have a vote and name a boat Boaty McBoatface. Never forget that we are that group. <laughs> I know, I don't I think about that like once every week, like literally once a week. Anyway, it's fine. Um, and yes. here's why: 
So mm-hmm. uh, the Dementor wasps inject venom into cockroach prey right in its belly, rendering it a passive zombie, quote unquote, according to a new report from the World Wildlife Fund. Oh. Yeah. And it like it. I don't know. It, like the venom like makes the cockroaches super docile and they lead them to the nest. Oh, where they no. Them. Oh, no. Like, hi, I've taken your soul. You're going to follow me now. Much like a... Dementor. <laughs> anyway, that's that's scary and wild, and I love it. Um, oh, and also there is a spider yes. that has a uh, species named David Bowie. <laughs> Head reporter David Bowie. You know what? Shout out to the people who decided that, and I just figured out. Ah, I just figured out Christine's. Christine would just be Spider Woman, which is very funny. Yes, so... because that is an actual <laughs> character. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, so my uh, my superhero ability, based on my fear, would be. Mm-hmm. Flight, good. <laughs> yes, um, a stinger mm-hmm. with venom. Mm-hmm. Also, the ability to lay eggs in a person and make them explode or whatever, like totally from Alien. You know what's <laughs> wild? Not the weirdest thing if it were the DC universe. Not the weirdest superpower that yeah. the DC universe has had. Yeah, there is. If I recall correctly, there is a hero who. They just throw their limbs at people, like like literally just <laughs> boop, arm falls off. They throw it in a comic-y way, so it doesn't like bleed, and they don't have to like rip it. It just falls off. They just chuck the arm at somebody because they ran out of ideas in the Silver Age for new and creepy shit for people to do. So they went to body horror. That's where they went with it, and honestly, right. fair. And Ooh. also, for power, some degree <laughs> of mind control? Oh, of course. Of course. Because <laughs> of the Dementor thing? <laughs> customary. A customary, indeed. That was fun. Already, we have a thing for y'all to do on social media. We By would... the way, follow us on social media. We have like 10 followers. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, follow us on social media and tell us what your what what your fear name thingy is. And then also potentially the story behind the fear and the power that goes with it. I want to know. I want to know. Oh, and the story behind that fear. Yes. Uh, several. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, one of my, I think it was, I think think it was my aunt Mm -hmm. who like scared me with one of those close-up pictures of a Katie did in a book and they look horrifying. So that was, that's how like my fear of bugs started. (laughs) Fair. Okay. And then I got stung in the neck (gasps) multiple times by a wasp. When I was very little. Multiple times. Oh, so they are the motherfuckers that can sting sting multiple multiple times. Yeah. Fuck those even more. Even more. Even more. Oh, God, even more. And then I got swarmed by a hive of wasps when I accidentally hit one. Oh, my God. There is a wasp nest in my build, like in my building at work. It's it's been there for a while and they come back. Like every, they come back when it starts to get warm every fucking time. And I've told them that it's there. In fact, pointed to exactly where the fuck it was. Also bought a can of Raid and just went ham on it one day, assuming that that was going to work. And guess what? It didn't. 
just had to have just had to put up a sign that said ain't don't don't go through this fucking hallway because i have fumigated the shit out of this hallway um we should have called a professional that's what we should have done yeah but that won't happen because colleges are broke anyway apparently wasps yeah yeah they're assholes yeah I hate them. I hate them a lot. It's, oh God, that room! It's that back. You've I've, I've shown you that room before. It's the back like hallway with the stairs yes. and the window. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that one. It, they're always there. And then on the opposite side of the building, there's another like stairwell with glass, like with smaller glass windows. And there are always dead flies right there, but not a small amount of dead flies. I'm talking like at least. Like a significant number of dead flies. And we have cleaning people. They come through that hallway and clean that hallway almost every morning. And every shift that I'm there, there are so many dead flies that I just look at it and I'm like, they have short lifespans. They grow very quickly. They die for some reason in this one room where there are no nutrients so i don't know why they're continuing to survive in this room it's a stairwell but all right um anyway we now that we've gone on a almost 15 minute tangent about these (laughs) things because it's fun and why not um yes (laughs) let's get into some facts about this lovely lovely movie and all right spoiler so, alert as to how i feel about this movie anyway so it was released in 2005 uh directed by christopher nolan uh screenplay was written by christopher nolan and david s goyer uh nominated for a single oscar uh cinematography it was won by memoirs of a geisha mm. yeah that's kind of it <laughs> yeah so memoirs of a geisha is the movie that i remember seeing in 2005 <laughs> which speaks to how much of a weave i was at the time um like that just really fully is the reason i went to see that movie and but then was like but i'm staying for the culture because i love it i love it and also it's just a good story it's very sad anyway but that's fine separate movie granted there's also a weird bit where they just go to a asian country that isn't named um do they name it I've never wait in Memoirs of a Geisha. Or Batman no, in Begins? in Batman Begins. Uh, yeah, they do not name where they are in the beginning. All right. Well, it was filmed in London, so that's <laughs> fucking weird. Um, okay. But anyway, yeah. Oh, you mean how they, uh, you mm-hmm. know, like whitewashed all of the Asian people that were important? Yeah, like you know, Ra's al Ghul and Talia in. Uh, yeah. Rises. Well, the wild thing is that they're supposed to be Middle Eastern, um, and they never are like they they never are and i have never figured out why that is because in like i i haven't read a lot of the comics i just know that they appear frequently in the comics and they do appear different like most of the time yeah um the batman comics i've read (laughs) none of them actually had rasal cool in it so i'm not the best person to ask right Uh, but like in terms of where they are in this movie Mm -hmm. they should be asian (laughs) they should and like Oh, and we're tricked throughout half this movie to fig- to think, to think, that Ra's al Ghul is, in fact, an Asian person. And yes. it's not. It's a random British dude. Um, Liam Neeson is well, yeah. Scottish, <laughs> Irish? From the 
that UK area. general area. From UK and Ireland, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> From the Isles. Yes. <laughs> All right, so let's begin with our synopsis. All right, we start. Oh, one more thing, expectations. Oh, right, duh. Um, <laughs> I expected <laughs> to have a Batman. Oh, oh God. Mm-hmm. There's the Chinese food. Um, I'm expecting to see a Batman origin story. Of course. <laughs> I knew going in that the villain was the Scarecrow. Yep. And <laughs> my expectation because, oh, we just love superhero origin stories, especially ones that we've heard of a million times. I was expecting to actually not like this movie as much as I mm. actually did because i like this movie a lot <laughs> oh yeah Fair. same i was pleasantly honestly. surprised how how much i was playing along with the origin story hmm. that makes sense yeah. i was expecting bats um <laughs> which is where this movie begins with bats so, like i was expecting bats and then my immediate first note well the opening is hella ominous because of course it is um mm. 20 seconds in and a swarm of bats. <laughs> and they form a bat signal. Yay. Which I loved mm. so much. So the title of this movie isn't revealed until the very end of the movie, which I appreciate as a as just a mechanism. Sort of psychs things up a little yeah. bit. Did, did, you just heard that too, right? Yes, okay. I Okay, I was like, what is that phantom? This room <laughs> makes noises. Phantom random bump. It's yes, fun. Um, yes, it does. But... Yeah, so swarm of bats, bat symbol. We always get the symbol really early on in the beginning. It's one of the first things we get, but it's always like a thing that is just forming it. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about this first one, but then the second and third one, uh, if you like blink for like an extra long second, you totally miss it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the sec, the third one, it doesn't even really look. Like yeah. the bats have, like at all, mm-hmm. like not at all, like because it's 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 sort of out of whatever. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a lot, but like okay. So oh, also all of these movies open with the we meet the villain, but they are disguised. Every single one of them, we meet the villain within the first scene. They are disguised as one of their. Like, yes. as one of their hench people. Yes. Every single one, including that third one, which is so fucking funny the way that it happens. But anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll get to Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I have a lot of feelings about that. <laughs> I do, too, about that specific part of it. But sure. Um, yeah. So we meet Roz. Uh, first, who... first, mm, uh, yes. we get a flashback of young Bruce and Rachel playing at Wayne Manor. And Bruce falls down the old well and gets swarmed by the bats. We got our trademark origin story. And then we get Bruce Wayne, played by Christian Bale, mm-hmm. uh, waking up from this dream. It's not a flashback. It's a dream. Ah, oh, shit. In prison. Well, he t- is low-key having flashbacks in that yeah, it's like low-key PTSD. True, but it's also like not in the movie trope standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Correct. Like, literally the rest of this movie. <laughs> yes. Correct. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, an inmate punches him. Bruce punches him back. And then a mm-hmm. bunch of inmates come in and he beats the shit out of them and is sent to solitary. And then he meets a guy who introduces himself. Yes. And, One thing oh, yeah. that I did want to mention about sure. that, about the 
about the dream sequence oh sure yeah. we do meet young rachel rachel is not in the comics at all just not at no, all not a not. single time yes and i fully like rachel thought rachel does what i fully thought for a long time that she was no I and i don't know why they didn't like there's there's figures they could have gone with who would have worked i mean but I we have care. Catwoman and Talia al Ghul as love interests, and we have them in a later movie. Oh, oh, yeah, but there was fuck. Okay, I and am. Then I'm jumping was... back to Batman Forever for one of the other ones. I know. Okay, jumping back to the '90s, y'all. Woo! Oh Jesus Christ, these movies were bad. Too clear. Let me just start there. Yes especially batman forever batman forever is the one that i didn't like that i hated out of all four of those not batman and robin no i loved that one that one is so fucking funny oh my god (laughs) it is that one is so bad it just becomes hilarious because there's also like just a bunch of recognizable funny well not funny villains necessarily but like (laughs) they're recognizable and they're played in a very funny way during that movie and i and so i was like yes i feel so excited i know these ones yeah (laughs) and like so i was excited about that they didn't really have those in the one before that like there was it was the riddler yeah it was the riddler and two-face oh fuck i forgot about two-face he was in it for like one minute right exactly Mm, we'll get there um oh yes (laughs) two-face we'll get there on the next one but like they um but her the love interest in batman forever is another one they could have gone with who would have been fine it was it was vicky vale right vicky vale that's it yeah Yeah. she's a she is a socialite so it wouldn't necessarily have worked but the way that like the way that they take characters and tweak them it would have been fine to sort of take vicky and make vicky into what we needed at the time so you know i what have I mean? to flail around to get the lights back on <laughs> we are so static and so still <laughs> slash i think the the thing is just behind yeah yeah anyway yeah. that's what it is um but yeah they could have done that but they didn't need to and i like her i I liked her in this one. I like her better in the next one. Um, because yes, I, I am, like the actress more in the yes, next one. <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal does a lot better of a job. Not no offense mm-hmm. to Katie Holmes, but like, well, I like Maggie Gyllenhaal better. I do have a note about Katie Holmes that we haven't got to yet. But oh, what, that she looks twelve. <laughs> that wasn't the note. But when we get to the note, I will. I'll tell you what the cool. note is. It's kind of okay. funny. So uh, back <laughs> uh, to Bruce Wayne, played by Christian Bale, wakes up in mm-hmm. prison. Blah 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 blah. Uh, beats up a bunch of people set of solitary. He meets a guy who calls himself Ducard, played by Liam Neeson. Talks about <laughs> this guy named Raz al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Invites him to join the League of Shadows, tells him to pick a blue flower and bring it to the monastery, and then he'll be worthy. Mm-hmm. So Bruce gets there and meets a man. I had a fun oh. little note yes. prior to this. Um, Raz al- like I had my note is Raz al Ghul at five minutes in because I'm just referring to Ducard as Raz because yeah. I know that he is throughout this whole uh, thing. Just note about yeah. my synopses. Yeah, for these I do refer to yeah. Bruce and Batman when they're on screen. So Bruce does this, Batman does this, as well as Ducard until he's revealed to be actually Raz al Ghul. That makes sense. Cool. That makes perfect sense. Um, so I had this note five minutes in and we meet our villain but low-key why is raza villain and i will explain like i understand why because i we get later on and i get it it makes sense 
But in that first description where he's describing what they do, yeah. I was just like, it's not so much a villain as he is just not really shy about killing people. Yeah. At that point. So I'm like, okay, I don't really see a giant issue here. And, and then mm, you get like two minutes later into that scene. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, Whoopsies, wait. Genocide. Well, yeah. No, it's the genocide part where it loses me. Mm-hmm. And then... Like, and I always keep coming back to the thing of, like, everybody keeps sending people to them in every series that, like, in Arrow, so many people were sent to the League of Shadows to get trained to do what they wind up doing. And every single one of them suddenly seems very surprised when that group that trained them asks them to kill people. And I get very, very annoyed when they suddenly are like, what? asking me to do this unspeakable thing i'm like girl yes we you? are ninjas we kill people i'm like girl what the fuck did you think it was going to do? like oh what what did you think they were gonna ask you to do make a <laughs> fucking cake no they're going to ask you to probably assassinate people because that's what the fuck they trained you to do for however the fuck long he was there how long was he there <laughs> i imagine a few years it it, it has to have been a few Bruce years. Bruce left when he was a college student. Right, he did. Yeah. And then he came back to mm-hmm. Gotham, and then like later in the movie, it's his 30th birthday. Right, yes. Yes. Which is yes. weird that he turned 30, because Christian Bale does not look 30. No, he doesn't. <laughs> also, just weird. Kristen, Christ, Christ, Kristen, Jesus, Christian Bale is in Newsies, and I, I didn't realize that he was in Newsies. Okay, he's the main Newsie in Newsies. Um, okay, fun thing to note. Um, I didn't know this until I listened to Newsies Minute, and then realized that they kept talking about Chris, Christian Bale, and I was like, what? What are you? He's been acting since the nineties. Uh, he was also in that. Um adaptation of midsummer night's dream as demetrius oh oh and you know who play you know who plays opposite him oh. michelle pfeiffer oh yes yes <laughs> and 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 the, the the oh 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 first of all that movie is one of my favorite movies of all time <laughs> it was one of the first like it's the first shakespeare thing i ever interacted with it's the my favorite production yeah to ever do um if i if it ever pops up for me to be involved in it i say yes immediately because i have feelings about it there is also ooh, there was also i don't think it still exists anymore but this plays into a fun little news thing that i will share at the end of this but like there was a a 70s adaptation of A Midsummer Night's Dream that was off-Broadway in the 90s and then was in Boston in from 2009 until, I believe, 2019. Okay. During which point in time I was in college and I went to see it. It was... It's the best show I've ever fucking seen. It It's a disco-era version of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay. In a disc set in a disco and you were you would walk into the disco and you would be seated at, like at tables and shit you get cocktails and whatever the fuck and then suddenly there are just fucking fairies around you or more accurately a topless woman with fairy pasties and she was titania anyway 
<laughs> I would I tell you that that is the most formative fucking experience of my college experience, honey. It was good. Anyway, that's. Oh, I have a fun announcement at the end of this episode. It's fine. Anyway, um, let us get back to the synopsis. We we veered so far away from that, uh-huh, and we have so much left. We we have made it twenty minutes into this movie. Yep. <laughs> All right. (laughs) So we uh, have a man who is called Raz Al Ghul, played by Ken Watanabe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ducard and Bruce fight. It doesn't last long because he, you know, climbed a mountain. Yep. And (laughs) this is when we uh, flash back to young Bruce, and then Thomas Wayne comes down and he goes, Why do we fall? So we can learn to pick ourselves back up again. You know, classic dad shit. Yeah. I also didn't realize Thomas Wayne worked at a hospital. Like, that comes up, like, immediately after. I was like, is that canonical in everything that he works in a hospital? I think. I know he has something to do with hospitals. I don't, I'm not sure if that's in every single version. Is Wayne Tech just, like, a thing that they never run? And Like, I that they never know. actually run. They just, like, are on the board. Their name is on the, on the door. Yeah, I think. And, like, that's just. I think they started the company and then they okay. just got other people to run it because two people can't run a company fair okay that makes sense that makes sense because like full disclosure when i was making red wing and obviously based wade industries um whatever fine on <laughs> on wayne tech i did specifically be like uh yeah the main character will make a couple decisions here and there. 90% of it's just going to be, hey, fund this one science project over here because I need it for plot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that, like, and so, and I did a little bit base that off of watching The Dark Knight again um, and having that sort of in the back of my mind as a thing of like, oh, you can just sort of like not run this, but like be, like you you can benefit from this and be very detached from it, and it can be where all the fuck your money is, um, and that's just a fine thing. But yeah, anyway, this immediately leads to the top one of the top one hundred reasons to not go to the opera, which is a panic attack that leads to the death of your parents. Uh, <laughs> we have a few things to do before we get there. I know, <laughs> I know. Yes. I just. <laughs> <laughs> So we are introduced to Alfred, played by Michael Caine. I fucking love Michael Caine in these movies. Holy shit, he's so good. My note here, because um, we also meet Jim Gordon in this scene, right? No, this or is not. Af- this is after. Oh yeah, we meet Jim Gordon died. right yeah. after that. But um, I for this line, this note is supposed to be up there, and I just it's in the wrong spot. But Michael um, Michael Caine as Alfred is the only Alfred that I respect. Um, Oh, okay. <laughs> I know that that sounds wild. He's just very good at it and very genuine. And I just... Mm. Uh, I can't wait for the, the Batman. Uh, Andy Serkis is playing Alfred. Well, since he hasn't done it yet, <laughs> since he has not done it yet, this Alfred remains the yes. one that I respect uh, the most. I'm excited because I fucking love Andy Serkis. Oh yeah, I know. That's why I said since he has mm-hmm. since that movie's not out yet, I can't say that I respect him yet because I haven't seen what he's done yet. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it will be fine. I'm sure it will be wonderful. I'm sure it's probably going to be one of the only good things about that movie, with the exception of Zoe Kravitz. However, 
Okay. Oh, I already have opinions. No I just faith simply in Robert Pattinson? No, fuck no. Why would I? Because he's actually a really good actor. I've seen him in, like, one thing that I enjoyed him in. And, like, in everything else, I've been like, my guy, you made some bad choices. We'll see. We'll see. I have faith. Twilight's on this list, isn't it? No, it isn't. I could see it being at, like, the bottom of the list simply due to popularity. Um, there is you know nothing I mean? below an eight on this list. Thank Jesus. I'm I'm very glad. L- make no mistake, y'all. I'm very glad. I want to go through the remainder of my life having never seen that that set of movies. Wait a minute. What? You have never seen any of the Twilight movies. No, why the fuck would I do that to myself? Interview Mother... with the Vampires on this list, right? I don't think so. I think it has a seven. That's bullshit. I'm, I'm sure. so mad. Uh, <laughs> like, we'll double check. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. whenever we get our Patreon up and when we say, because I think one of our plans was to watch bad movies on our Patreon. Yeah, We need to go through the Twilight Saga. <laughs> oh my fucking God. No. They are delightfully horrible, <laughs> JV. <laughs> this actually ties into a note that I have about, like, about, like, uh, just tying it back to this. Christian Bale, um, well, it's actually later on. It's Christian Bale is fine, but he has like no lips. But that's not the note. Uh, <laughs> the other <laughs> note that I had is like, has Christian Bale ever played a vampire? It's actually fuck. It's real low on this list. Has Jesus, he played a va- I don't. Know. I don't know, but he'd be real fucking good at it. He already his teeth already are like low key a little pointed, and every time he speaks, like his front teeth are like higher up than his canines in a really noticeable way. And it might be just because he's having to do an accent for this movie. Maybe, yeah. Like it, so it's, and because of that, maybe it's just more visible because yeah. he's doing things with his face, I yes. guess. But it's highly noticeable. He also has, I mean, he also just has nice teeth, particularly for a person from the UK. That's a weird stereotype <laughs> that I've never understood. I just figured I'd parrot that out now. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, oh God, so we've lost Thomas, support from the UK. Thomas Wayne talks about how <laughs> the bats attacked because they were afraid of Bruce, and then uh, we have the Wayne family taking the new Wayne train, as I call it, the Wayne train, the Wayne train, <laughs> also, because it is a train built by Wayne Enterprises. The the bats attacked him because of fear. Yes, as a Big. as an animal person, yes. No, um, I mean, when an animal is cornered, they are more likely to attack. Would they have felt cornered by a tiny child falling into a uh, cave? No, but... I didn't think so. The bats didn't technically attack. They probably heard a really loud noise, like mm-hmm. a child falling 20 feet. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh shit, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, and yeah. then swarmed and... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that, like, that line, like, did strike me. I didn't write that note down because I was like, I'll just ask about that in the moment. Um... It'll come up, I'm sure. And just, yeah, that was like, oh, that's, but that is the kind of thing that you would tell a child. As a teacher, I have said that yes. to children before. Anyway. And generally, correct. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> take the Wayne train. And though, then, oh. about that, though, okay. that, that specific, that specific thing there is one of the reasons that I that i have like this big fear about touching animals that are not domesticated which in just a general thing is a good like that i i hear it's a good practice to just simply not do that yeah however even when someone presents me with an animal that is a domesticated animal um but is also a little bit of an exotic one yeah insert 
Tish's old spider here. Yes. I won't. Like, I just will not. <laughs> it That's a that's a hard no for me. I just, I can't. It, it's a it's a hardwired thing in me to not touch an animal because I don't want to be the reason it dies on accident. And After. cue back to dead fish. Yep. Anyway. Um. <laughs> All right. So they go to an mm-hmm. opera. The worst place to bring a child. They're going to want to leave anyway, even if they're not scared. Honestly, yeah. But that, and also, like, really. What opera was it? I like. I want to. Know. I don't know. I want there to know was what a it was. note about which opera. I think. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it. I don't remember because I during that part I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I know what's happening. And the the, but I don't know that there are many operas that involve like dancers that look like bats. I don't know, but that opera looked lit. Honestly, I would have fucking loved it, but that's because I'm almost thirty. Yes. <laughs> By the time y'all hear this, I will be thirty. Um. <laughs> But, like, I just, that, yeah, no, again, top 100 reasons to not go to an opera. Number one is um, panic attacks induced by bat dancers. Um, and two, it's a fucking opera and he's eight? Yes. Like, what? <laughs> why? Yeah. No, that's bad. Even rich kids need a break yeah. from fancy shit. Um, <laughs> like, I, send him outside to play with the maid's daughter, um, which also was an interesting thing because i had watched the joker right before this and that was just a f- interesting little weird connection between that movie and this one but anyway cool uh mm-hmm. bruce gets scared of the people in the back costumes they leave we have the infamous back alley scene where thomas and martha wayne get killed by a mugger mm-hmm. uh and thomas's dying words to bruce are don't be afraid really nailing that fear theme here mm-hmm. and we have uh james gordon uh Gary Oldman. Yes. He is comforting Bruce, puts his coat on him as a little blanket. Mm-hmm. Gary Oldman is the only Jim Gordon I respect. And I did watch all of Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, yeah, no, I just, I, I really, he's very good at this and just fits the bill yeah. for what I would want um, Jim Gordon to be. You should play, mm-hmm. now that you have a PS4. Oh, yes. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. I should. But the Gordon mm. in that one's really good. Also, just those games are fucking incredible it'll happen it'll happen it's it's bound to happen someday that also has to do with one of my if this pay- the when this podcast starts paying us <laughs> yes. a lot of that will be going directly to funding my bad habit of playing games until four o'clock in the morning after i leave work at midnight anyway yes. i don't have a good sleep schedule that's not a important thing yeah but yeah cool and then we have uh, Commissioner Loeb, who tells Bruce that they got the guy. Uh, Alfred and Bruce have a... Joe m- Chill is the name of the guy, yes, right? Joe okay. Chill. Uh, Alfred and Bruce have a cute little, not a cute moment, an emotional moment after the mm-hmm. funeral about how, like, he cries and he misses him. And then we flash back to Descartes and Bruce. They're sparring on the ice. It's This is a little uh, mm. training montage. I like, I love training montages. I just, I love, I love superhero training montages, and I really love superhero suit-up scenes. Like, that's, that's actually one of the reasons I really like Batman and Robin. Um, <laughs> With the bat nipples and the bad asses? Yes, and I don't understand why people complain about these things, other than the fact that, yes, they're impractical. But, bitch, really? Uh, uh, 
impractical. That's what we're going to argue with this costume? <laughs> really? So, <laughs> anyway, um, that's here, fine. I have a little note about a sparring pet peeve in movies. Mm-hmm. They're sparring. They're not trying to kill each other. So, one, mm-hmm. why the fuck are they keep using one probably live steel? Yeah. Two, they are continuously going for the head. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Hang on. Let's just, let's just flail around to get those lights back on. Hey! All right. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> Recording in classrooms. Yay! Uh, and yeah, I, I don't, I have never understood that. They, mm-hmm. they just swing towards lethal blows, like... Yeah. Uh, and also, if they're going to do that, just don't use live steel. <laughs> also, weird weird idea. I know that the reason that they filmed this on ice was specifically for that one moment, mm-hmm. wherein it just sort of hits the ice that Bruce yeah. falls in. I totally get that that was the reason to shoot on that ice. However, that ice was actively breaking while they were filming on oh it. Oh, my God. And I was like, so you're just trying to kill him. That's what, you, that's what you're trying to do. You're just... You just trying to kill your actors. I see. I Jesus see. Christopher Y'all Nolan. are fucking. Like, like, that's a lot. And maybe don't try to kill your actors. Um, God, I'm trying to remember what other movie I saw recently. It was a superhero one that like someone got. Oh, you know it. It was a show. It was Batwoman. Um, she got an injury while filming. Um, like while filming like one of the scenes, it was her leg. I think. I don't know. This isn't surprising to me because. The the oof the fight scenes. I oh. assume there's a lot of kicking. Yes, <laughs> that's because with a lot of female like superheroes, and I know we won't get to this until the third one. Um, but like a lot of superheroes, female superheroes are filmed kicking more than they are punching, despite the fact that well, some of them got real good upper body strength and are known for that is. I apologize for this distraction. Oh my god, what? There's a bug on the ground, but it's like a cricket. <laughs> yeah, we use those to uh, feed the lizard and shit. I figured. I'm just sort of surprised that one escaped. Anyway. They um, always escape. <laughs> of course they do. Um, uh, okay, I'm just noting when that little thing was. I should... I know that when we record this, I should be also taking notes on, like, times for when things are... But the way I edit our show, I actually do just go through rather than, like, stopping at each... Anyway, but that's that's All not right. important for anyone to know other than us. Um, so, sparring yeah. ends with Bruce falling through the ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk between Bruce and Descartes. I like this scene. I think it's cool. Yeah. It is pretty. Little bit of background for Ducard having a wife that he lost under mysterious circumstances. Let, this is my note of everybody loves the League of Shadows until, but when it comes time to pay with loyalty, <laughs> like everybody got a fucking problem with the League of Shadows. And I get it. Like, I just also, this is why I have just this note, because I am going to go back to writing f- superhero things because i like them and this movie reminded me these movies reminded me why i love writing superhero things and why going dark with it and going comical with it are like just the two flavors you can sort of have and why they're both really fucking good and like being able to write the same story in two different ways is really fucking great particularly this one reminded me of that um but that's one of the reasons why like when i have to somehow have my character have like the ability to fight i'm not sending them to a random group of assassins over fucking seas that's not where i'm sending them there are people in the city he could train with 
cue my rant about the black canary being trained by wildcat all right boom anyway um don't know what that means <laughs> black canary was is a trained boxer and was trained and street fighter and one of the best fighters in the dc universe as a whole um she's she doesn't use her canary cries often because it fall over and lightheaded and um was trained by wildcat who was i believe at one point a villain but then became a hero and then just started training people because he was a supremely amazing fighter anyway okay black canary history <laughs> cool back to batman history yes because uh, we flash back to bruce wayne where he is a college student at princeton uh, mm-hmm. Bruce and often talk about Wayne Manor, about how like Bruce doesn't feel like it's his house, but more his parents' house. Blah blah blah. And this is a flashback, so this is prior to um, this is like prior to the sequences that we are seeing, sort of before. Yes. So what has happened so far is his parents have died, and he's sort of like attempted to grow up, and is clearly a stunted human. That is, I think, a very clear thing about him at this point. Um, yes. And. Uh, He's yeah. He's the he's now a college kid, and he's come back for the trial for yep. Joe Chill. Yep. And uh, well, and let's see where that goes. Mm. Uh, we have Rachel uh, now played by Katie Holmes, trying to convince him not to go. Yep. Uh, Joe Chill shared a cell with the mob boss Carmine Falcone, and he is testifying against Falcone for an early release. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, ho, ho, bitch, that is a bad fucking call. Also, I have a note about Carmine Falcone being a, being a better mob boss than... I'm not even gonna fucking say it. <laughs> you guys shouldn't. Um, better than Michael Corleone. Anyway, I'm... I mean... It's just sort of a fact because he held on to power for way fucking longer. Yeah. And also more successfully if it took the cape fucking crusader for him to suddenly not be in power yeah gonna assume he's doing a pretty good goddamn job anyway um this is so at this moment um she's trying to convince him not to go he decides to go one of the reasons he decides to go is because he's going to kill joe chill once joe chill gets out now this and he doesn't, but somebody else kills Joe Chill. I do believe it is... A Falcone goon. Exactly. Who says, Falcone says hi and shoots him point blank in the chest. Yup. And you just see Christian Bale there like... Motherfucker. God damn it, I missed my chance. And then he's in the car with Rachel and they're having this long ass conversation. That This I... is a great conversation. This is so good. It's Katie def- Holmes does a great job as this kind of Rachel. Actually, this is... This is one of those moments that had me tweak part of the Red Wing story. This is one of the reasons why I didn't have him live in the mansion Mm -hmm. and why I had him live in a house in the bad part of town, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. because like because of the speech that he's giving, which is like which uh, that Rachel's giving, which is like, look at this fucking city. Are like you haven't been here for a good long while. Look at what the fuck is happening here. Yeah. This shit's bad. This is real fucking bad. You, you, what what the fuck do you expect is going to be happening here? This city is falling to shit and you need to like you need to know this and you need to know how that's happening. And I like that's sort of the thing that I took away from what she was saying. And this is also the moment where I have my note about her. Well, one I had with a note of what if it happened to Katie Holmes and then I remembered 
everything that's happened to Katie Holmes the last like wait the last like fifteen years, which what is to Katie Holmes. Well, she married to married to a man in a cult. Um, oh, let us never forget that Scientology is fully a cult, and we just are letting that exist oh, still. Right, and uh. that's why, like, the, I I don't know that that's the reason that we haven't fucking seen her, but I feel like that's one of the reasons we haven't fucking seen her. I mean, also the bitch is loaded, so she don't really yeah, gotta work, but and like, yeah. yeah, she doesn't need to do it. But I also like, I do miss her as an actress. I will give her the credit with this movie of being like a really like she did a great fucking job and yeah. one of the things that i really fucking loved is that goddamn slap yeah <laughs> like, which i ble- i labeled that slap tm yes uh, i'm a little upset that like I, mm-hmm. I like maggie gyllenhaal as rachel better but we didn't get like this fiery of a rachel yeah in the dark night yeah we got a flirtier rachel in that one and i really but fuck, I would have really actually loved a Maggie Gyllenhaal slap because I I know mm. she's good at that because I also saw The Secretary. Anyway, that's a weird niche movie that I only watch because Fifty Shades of Grey came out. It's like a better one of those, apparently. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes. No, that we just... Sorry, I took over the summary for a little brief moment there, but that was actually one of my <laughs> favorite sequences of the movie. This is really good. Um, This really yeah. solidified for the first time that, God, these films have incredible dialogue and all of, like, the mm-hmm. philosophy talks, which I usually hate they... when people talk philosophy. I hate it. Same. But Same. But in this movie, it is just done so well. And because the pacing's not bad in this one. Like, the pacing is... Good. Like, for example, there was a little bit of philosophy discussion in The Godfather. The issue with The Godfather was more pacing yeah. and the fact that nothing moved and it was very day-to-day. Yeah. So they were having these philosophical-esque conversations that also had, like, a double meaning and was, like, difficult to interpret what the double meaning was if you weren't directly involved. Whatever. Anyway. But, like, that's a, that is my issue with, like, how those things tend to play out is that it doesn't, like, it plays out so well in this one where they connect it to what's going on and mm-hmm. they really, they, like, show it, too, while yeah. they're, like, talking about it. Mm-hmm. Even in that third one, which... Yeah. Like, the philosophy discussions there, I, I know that they fall a little weird and i think one of the issues is also just the dubbing over thing of the of bane we'll get to it but it's a whole thing but like i do really and actually even fucking even carmine falcone i like his note in this next bit well first of all Harley Quinn said, revenge rarely brings the catharsis we're seeking. This is the note that I took for this conversation that, like, for this whole thing that Bruce is going through. I'm like, revenge rarely brings the... I can't do that fucking voice, and I really wish I could. Oh, we'll learn. Um, And then he goes in to meet Carmine, and my note about Carmine is, he's a great fucking gangster, and also, I don't think he was wrong about Bruce. He was quite right everything he said i was like fuck he's not wrong like nothing he said was wrong i can't i can be mad at him for a lot of reasons i cannot be mad at him for being wrong i can be mad at him for doing wrong not being wrong tom wilkinson is the one that plays him and he did a good fucking job and i think he's i would say he's done maybe the best that i've seen of portrayals of carmine falcone Hmm. yeah 
All right. So Bruce goes into this restaurant where Falcone is. They mm. talk smack to each other. And then Bruce gets hit with the worst punching sound effect of Woo! the 21st century. Oh, my God. Uh, Ooh. Punching sound effects are, I, I promise y'all, not hard to find. Those are the e- That's one of the easiest sound effects to find on the internet. Well, one, you can use that, yes. However, like, <laughs> even the things, like, underneath it, like, the potential, like, the sound of, like, breaking and things mm-hmm. like that. Also, not hard to get those. Real fucking easy. You can just do exactly what you just did, which is punch something in front of a mic. Absolutely. If you want varied sounds and, like, from varied positions, all over the fucking internet. Also, a lot of them free. Genuinely, a lot of them free. With no attribution thing either, which is real fun. Um... But like, when it when it, so whenever a fighting sound effect is bad in a show or movie, I get so upset for that exact reason. But I also know that it is a little difficult to like time those very specifically if you're timing it to a visual, especially a choppy visual, which this one wasn't, so it didn't have that excuse. But one of the only things of this movie that I had a fucking problem with was this exact moment. Yeah. Yes. So. Bruce gets thrown out of the restaurant. He, uh, This is the part where he leaves Gotham, switches mm-hmm. coats with a homeless dude, which leads to a little funny event later. Yeah. Um, oh. so, they're uh, ver- this movie is real good at Easter eggs that come back up later. Yeah. They're real good at it. Very good. Uh, oh. Also, just mm-hmm. Easter eggs of other Batman mythos references. Fuck yes. Yes, Queen. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. I love this movie. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, this is also eight years after Batman and Robin. I did want to point that out um, more just because that's how long between Batman movies we had. Mm -hmm. There was supposed to be a fifth one after Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin did so bad that they were like, fuck that. Absolutely not. Fuck you, Joel Schumacher. Got like Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) God, I forgot he did that one, too. Which also... One of my favorite movies still, too. I know it's... I know. No, I understand. I also know that it doesn't hold up, and it was also a a favorite of mine from a problematic time period wherein I was super emo. Anyway, it's fine. It's... it's. Now I just like the music, because the music is very good. The music is very good, yes. She did a real good job on the singing, I thought. I mean, granted, like, I don't have the technical analysis of singing for that to be, like... I thought she did very good while... Because I can listen to it, and it sounds pretty. It's that kind of thing. Again, I don't have the technical analysis of it, so here we are. I do. Exactly. Took classical vocal lessons, everybody. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Precisely. This is where I... This is why I don't sing around you. Anyway, um... <laughs> I mean, I... Uh... I mean, I still kind of struggle a bit with stage fight, and I also have not sang in a long time, but I still have the technical know-how to kind of do that stuff. Fair. But anyway. Yeah. Um, So now... So uh, Bruce gets arrested for stealing Wayne Enterprise stuff, which I think is hilarious. (laughs) Wait, that was why he got arrested? Yeah, he was stealing. And that's what got him in jail. Oh my god. Okay, full disclosure, <laughs> this part I didn't actually take notes on because I was already down to fucking here on the page. Like, listeners, I, when I take notes on these movies, I have a notebook that I physically write them in that um, maybe as a Patreon bonus, I might post photos of those so y'all can maybe read what my notes are. I don't know. That's just fun a, a fun thing. 
fun thing that you might be able to do that you might find fun because there are some notes on here that like we won't get to because of time but um i mean we'll edit it later if it's too much i didn't edit anything out of the episode that came close to two hours anyway it's fine um oh, we just hit the hour mark too so exactly <laughs> it's, it's fine we're fine um but like i so at this point i sort of stopped taking notes on everything and sort of, like, tried to slow it down so I wasn't overloading the notebook with, like, all of these notes. Um, but at this point, we get to... Um... We are back. Uh, the F flashback ends. We're back to training. Uh, Bruce huffs some blue flower smoke, hallucinates while trying to fight Descartes in some sort of initiation thing. Uh, uh, he opens a box of bats. Yay. Facing our fears. Uh, and then he gets cut by Descartes. And then Bruce cuts some ninjas uh, to look similar to him, and they're both hiding in the like the crowd to trick the card. Mm-hmm. And he wins! Yay, Bruce wins! Mm-hmm. And then Bruce is to lead a group of ninjas, but first he has to execute a criminal to see his prove his worthiness. And again, my, back to my note of everybody loves the League of Shadows until somehow you got to pay the fuck up because they weren't asking for payment from him prior to this. Oh. They asked for him to do something in exchange. And this motherfucker suddenly chokes up and then wonders why the fuck they hate him forever because he didn't pay up on what the fuck he owed them. And in we'll fact, get... <laughs> instead, burnt the fucking building yeah, down, yeah. which this whole fight sequence is fucking gorgeous. Yes. Oh. Oh. And so, uh, we find out where Bruce is going to lead these people, and it's to Gotham to burn it to the fucking ground. And rebuild from the ashes. I say that knowing that that's a thing from a later movie, but it's fine. Rebuild from the ashes. Which, like, I get it, in that Gotham is apparently a very shitty place. This one, this is the Chicago Gotham versus the New Jersey Gotham of Birds of Prey, and like... I really love that there are, like, different city versions of Gotham. Yeah. Like, I would love to see a Boston Gotham, but that's, like... Because that's, like... I don't know. Boston as a city is, like, not that, like... It's got a history, but it's not like that. I don't know. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. So, this was a beautiful fucking sequence. This is one of the reasons where I'm like, okay, I see why it was up for a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, just core. It should have won something for fight choreo, because the choreo was good. I guess it was difficult to see because of the cut thing. <laughs> so, so zoomed in. Yeah, that part was difficult. And because that part, like, you couldn't, like, see it, I wish it had gotten a, any sort of note, like, thing for that. Then I also probably would have seen it earlier, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Bruce springs into action and sets the place on fire. Uh, the person uh, that we know to be Razagul dies. Bruce rescues Descartes, and then Bruce leaves for Gotham. Yeah. Bruce has a talk with Alfred about becoming Batman again. Oh, great dialogue here. Oh. And again, love Michael Caine. Yes. Um, and then we got, uh, oh, we are introduced to Dr. Jonathan Crane, played by Killian Murphy. And also Victor Zaz? Yeah, we have Victor Zaz for a minute. I... My note is Victor's ass. I forgot he was in this movie. Oh, shit. And Scarecrow. Because <laughs> I forgot that the, I had forgotten because I don't know. I just occasionally casually forget things. I forgot that like because I guess the main overarching villain of this is the League of Shadows. Yeah. And not so much like the individual one of um, Scarecrow. Granted, though, Scarecrow is in all three of these movies, which is 
very cool to have one villain throughout all three. Yeah, but his he, he's to... lame in the other two. <laughs> yeah, insofar as, yeah, yeah, but also, like, after you defeat Scarecrow once, it is, like, easier to do if you, like, because in order to defeat him, you have to come up with a serum that works against his gas. Yeah, but I, I and then, but like, the thing about Crane is that he keeps making new gases. And that's, well, that's stuff. true. Well, that's true, but I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know. He does pay off, like he he pays off as like a thing as a person you can bring back, like a lot, especially if you team him up then with other people because, yeah. um, you know, just fuck a team up between him and Poison Ivy. That has to have happened. Yeah, listeners, report to us. Have they <laughs> teamed up? Because if they haven't, bitch, what? I will revolt. I will. I will write a letter. I will write a letter. I that's the most white <laughs> to, to DC Comics about <laughs> about that one team up that would probably destroy the fucking world and work. Yeah. Also, goddamn. Ooh. Though they have weird weirdly very different eth of different ethos. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that it would work, but I maybe. Don't, I don't know cuz uh Ivy is immune to Crane's gas, I'm pretty sure, right? Cuz of plant stuff. That would make sense. That would make sense. Like, so she would team up with him specifically because she wanted to. And that's sort of why I don't see that working, because their, like, goals aren't really aligned in that way. I also don't know what the fuck his aim is. And during this, I'm during this, it's that, I mean, spoiler for later, it's that he's, like, he's supposed to do this. Like, that's yeah. what the League has asked him to do. But, like, other than that, I don't know what his fucking motivation is. And, like, I've never been able to figure that out with Scarecrow, just sort of in general. And that will lead, that's one of my other small gripes about mm-hmm. uh, all of these movies. Except yeah. for Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll get to after the synopsis. Also, Scarecrow is one of my favorite characters. My yeah. least favorite to fight in Injustice 2, mm-hmm. but also one of my favorites to fight in Injustice 2 because he's... The best animation that they did yeah. in that was for him. It's fucking. I mean, Scarecrow is just that. one of my favorite villains. Mm. He's also in Arkham Asylum. He has some really cool sequences. I'm go. Here's what I'm gonna do. Mm. I'm going to tonight. I'm going to play Injustice Two. I'm going to do that thing where you um start the fight and you start the fight with Poison Ivy and um with Poison Ivy and with them because they there will be they have like a dialogue thing thing. so if they have a dialogue thing probably Mm -hmm. and if there's a specific dialogue thing for those two that might hint at whether or not there was a Uh. there was a thing there i could also just look it up at any point in time on wikipedia but well yeah that feels too easy and i want also to learn how to play as either i can't play as either of those characters in injustice too like i suck at them the only one i'm good at is black canary and we'll move forward from that anyway (laughs) all right so uh, we learned that Mm -hmm. crane is putting falcone goons in arkham asylum instead of blackgate prison huh shady Mm. rachel's trying to expose his ass i did have a note about who almost played scarecrow marilyn manson the fuck i I made a note of this. It was like, I I would love to fucking see that. Not to get to my fan cast, but that is in my fan cast because I just want to know what that would fucking look like. Because, like, Marilyn Manson's a person who looks very specific. Um, and I don't know what you would do to make him look 
like Victor Crane and then look like Scare. But also it's weird because Scarecrow is like very like the actual when you look at Scarecrow, he's very uh how to describe the face like he's one that like you do have to rely on special effects to make him look really fucking scary um because his like actual mask is just a sack over his head which is fucking hilarious to me but whatever um like so to get to him and to get him to be really scary you got to put something over top of it because it's the amplification thing of like just what you're seeing Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't need Marilyn Manson's face for that at all. So it would like I though I could see just based on Marilyn Manson's seeming like personality and stage presence, I could see that working. You know what I mean? Um, So like that's I would I would love to see it based on that. But also, I think that this guy that they chose was a good choice. Killian Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Very good. What else, what else has he been in? Did you uh, see? He is an in Inception. Fuck. Uh, he is another one that I saw and don't fucking remember because it's so complicated. Um, <laughs> I, that is out. That is on this list really soon. Yay! I can't wait. I uh, he was also. He's also on the show Peaky Blinders, a British show I have never actually seen. It's about gangsters in Britain. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember, but apparently he's really fucking good in it. I'm sure he is. All right, He's got so, talent. Also, Henry Cavill is almost Batman. Anyway, we'll get to that later. That would have been a wild fucking movie. We <laughs> will get to my fan cast soon enough because I am mad and have opinions about things. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All okay, right. We have Bruce. Uh, he is. Uh, he has a bat in Wayne Manor and we have the aha moment for Batman. Mm-hmm. And then Bruce goes spelunking and he's swarmed by bats again. This time he has a very zen moment with the bats. Oh, yeah. And this, wait, is we've gotten to the building of, oh, yeah, no, sorry. The bat, oh, ooh, shit. Yeah. Um, we met Morgan Freeman. <laughs> we met Morgan Freeman during this time period. Um, we were about to. Oh, we were about to? Yes. What the fuck? Because. I thought. I thought we no. had, because I, I there is also uh, a note that I have about the Batcave, uh, as we discover it for the first time. Bruce goes to meet Fox when he goes to Wayne Enterprises for the first time, which is right after this sequence. Okay, so my note about the Batcave is, um, the Batcave was apparently used for the Underground Railroad as per the fiction, and yeah. I don't understand. The literal Underground Railroad. I don't know how <laughs> I feel about that. Um, like, just as a thing that feels very weird to throw in. Because I don't think that's canonical. I, I don't know. I mean, it could be, but I wouldn't... It would make me feel good if that was about, like, the Waynes in general. It'd be cool if they were abolitionists. Yeah, I could see it. That's one of the one of the other things I did with Red Wing. I made the millionaires good. Or at least this one group of this one particular powerful billionaire <laughs> like billionaire family, I made them extremely good. To a fault, because they literally all die because of it. Like that's just that's the thing that leads them to die, specifically. Um but like having having billionaires that actively use their money for good but yeah. then also don't lose their money because they're doing good mm-hmm. i think that that's a thing that isn't explored very often it's a good little part of fiction i would like to see more of it so 
Mm-hmm. We have a quick little scene with Crane Falcone, uh, Crane's boss. Oh, yeah. He scares Falcone, yes. Mm-hmm. And they want to whack Rachel because she is catching on to some shit. Because bitch is asking questions and shit. Then we have a Wayne Enterprise board meeting and we have Bruce Mom coming and back Freeman. and <laughs> flirts with a secretary by playing mini golf. Our first black female character in this. If I recall correctly. Yes. She seemed very disinterested in who he was until she looked up from her paper and, and then Oh, you're Bruce. Billionaire Playboy flirt. Yeah. Which made That's a weird thing in this set of movies that I just don't believe. What? His like sort of billionaire playboy status. I mean because like, he just feels so it is an act. It is, but, like, it feels it, you know what I mean? And it's, like, it. in order to be as successful at it as he would have to be, it would have to feel a little more genuine. And at no point in any of these movies does it feel like a genuine thing that he is actually... I mean, maybe it's... I I like to think it's it's Mm -hmm. because we're the audience and we're in on it. I... Maybe. It also just might be that, um, that Christian Bale just doesn't seem like a jackass. (laughs) <laughs> like i think you know what i mean like he just he doesn't seem like an asshole he seems like a like a person who would be more respectful of women and that might be why those like why the flirting scenes are sort of shorter mm-hmm. and not like they're not a long drawn out thing yeah. it's just, it's a very short thing because he's very respectful and in order to do what he would have to do there would have to be like a bit of negging maybe and like it just it's not a thing we would buy and I, even the small yeah. bits of it that we see, I don't. Like, it yeah. just doesn't feel. But that's I mean, fine. probably because we actually see the real Bruce Wayne. Yeah. The other people who interact with this billionaire Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. that is the only thing they see of him. Yeah, if this scene were at the beginning of the movie, I don't know that we would feel this. Like, yeah. I feel like it would be, yeah, yeah that makes sense. I love when uh, Christian Bale, like, plays up the billionaire part of Bruce Wayne. I think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's like, I bought the whole thing. And I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh god he plays him exactly like the caricature billionaire fake bruce wayne is supposed to be uh this is one one of the things that's missing from red wing that i wish i had included that i was going to include in season three was the one time i had my character sort of flex that oh which was which was also just he bought a school (laughs) because the principal was transphobic oh and also racist and banned them from this part of the country and not just that not just there the whole part of the country which is fucking beautiful and i just (laughs) oh it was there there was money involved but not very much actually because all he had to do was like this is a historical building and i am on the preservation commission and also i bought my way onto that spot which is very cheap they just need a couple money for restorations and well here we are um which is just a fun little thing of a show that is never going to happen anyway that's fine um so we now now is where we start to see the the uh now we meet lucius fox yeah played by morgan Morgan freeman Freeman. his second appearance on this top 250 list m-a-w-g-i-n-f-r-e with a little thing Mm. m-u-n is how i wrote his name in these notes morgan freeman that's as that's a that's how you would. That's how. That's how he would say his own name, and it's very funny to me. <laughs> anyway, uh, I love it. He is uh, the head of the Applied Sciences Division, mm-hmm. and he helped build the Wayne Train. You damn right. And I fuck. I fucking love him in every single one of these. Ugh. 
this just he's such a good he's such a good actor I love and Martin i just Freeman. oh he's good he's and so i good. like him i i feel like i looked up something about him at one point and there was like a very problematic thing that he's done and i just don't give a shit right now and i don't want to think about it okay i just know that something has come up and i feel bad standing him now because i read it one time but i don't remember what it was was it the black history month stuff no or it no it was something i don't know it was it wasn't me too related but it was like low key a little bit me too related okay. but not like not necessarily power related i don't remember it's a whole thing i'll I like i'll look his, it up later <laughs> i like his comments on homophobia oh no you're not afraid you're just an asshole <laughs> I like this man. He's great. I like this man as uh, far as his stance on also on the, the gays. The majority of his property is a bee farm. Oh, yeah. He's doing his part. Yeah, he he like turned his entire property into a beekeeping sanctuary. If I weren't a little bit afraid of bees, I would <laughs> totally like consider that. But I, it's also a lot of work that I don't have time for, and I just I fully understand that. But yeah, um, so. so that we now this is we go back to the Batcave. Is that what happens, or we just hear? Nah, immediately. You uh, know we what? Have I first, remember. Um, mm-hmm. We have first uh, Fox showing Bruce around applied sciences, and Bruce says he wants gear to go spelunking. I love that. <laughs> I, like actually, this I re- I remember why the note came up. The note came up because it was just like it was a note in the same in the same scene. I think it it wasn't a line of dialogue, was it? What one? the the underground railroad line it was a bit of dialogue yeah, yeah okay that's why and that was in yeah. this scene and that's why it came yes. up um next we have Bu- uh, bruce building the bat cave mm-hmm. and we have a cool like montage of him like making all the batman gadgets and it's like really cool yeah and then we have uh mm-hmm. gordon with a falcone rat named ras Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon goes into the office and bruce... held up with a stapler yes. by <laughs> bruce in a bad mask and i fucking live for it yeah, he's in some proto batman garb oh. uh talks to gordon uh behind from behind telling about he wants to take down falcone and says watch for my sign and then bruce tries to run away and jump off a building and he falls down a fire escape mm-hmm. and <laughs> then we grace. get the building of the bat suit sequence yes which is based on real military tech which is a note that was in the uh, notes on the movie as it was oh, going yeah, through. Oh, because like the fabric and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they like really put some time into like thinking about what the materials were. Which I, again, a thing that I have noticed. Um, I've noticed people doing a lot more of that as like a thought um, in like a lot of comic book things, and I appreciate that level of attention to detail. It does a little bit mean that you're going to leave the movie stuck in a specific time period because the tech advances yeah shittily the tech advances for our military and not for cancer research anyway um so that's where like that's one of the things that is a little tricky about that but i at least appreciate that they didn't like yes we gave him a vibranium suit well not vibranium that's a different universe but like (laughs) i do they have like a special fabric in this universe like in the dc universe I know they have like I, I don't know enough about DC. That's fair. Yeah. Like I know they have one, like they have a, a special medal in. They have a special medal in um in Marvel and in DC. It's nth medal. Nth um, medal. Okay. Yeah, and they're like they're, that's in in DC. It's nth medal in 
the other one it's vibranium and also adamantium yes um but like with this one i don't know that there is one but i always i like finding out when they do make whatever that fabric is and whatever they choose to name it yeah dark steel was mine anyway so uh we have the batmobile also known as the tumbler uh yes does it come in black does it come in black (laughs) I love it. <laughs> also, thing I've quoted so many times, not on purpose. I just I just wear so much black yep. that it is a thing that I've quoted on yep. accident to so many people. And, and I then, love it. Uh, we have Bruce suiting up. We have a, a minute of like these weird finger thingies where like they're yeah. like Freddy Krueger claws, but they're whips and they can stiffen and stuff. Those never came up. No, they didn't. And, and I really wanted them to. <laughs> I could see where they would have been kind of practical, mm-hmm. not sort of as weapons. Like, I mean, they could be used as weapons, I think was what they were for but i see them for like a tactical thing of like i need to climb up this wall oh yeah and i these are strong enough to stab into the wall and that was i felt like what was gonna happen with that but that was the reason for the things on the side of the yeah of the cuff because and yeah. that is a thing we saw during the Roz training sequence yeah which was the first thing that i had sort of noticed and clocked during that whole sequence of like ooh, bitch i recognize that glove yeah it's the <laughs> batman glove oh shit i recognize them gauntlets ah yes anyway that's that is not how i talk i was at work while i was watching this movie but anyway um that like the Wachowski sisters almost directed this movie. This is a note that came up right about here. It was also I felt weird about how that note was worded. Hmm. Um for the reason of also thing that I just keep forgetting that we do have very famous trans directors that we have at least two of them. <laughs> and I just never fucking think about the fact that we have two amazing trans women who have directed like movies and shit and like when they i remember i remember briefly like around the time that they came out um and i i just don't remember but i also remember that going like so smoothly and no one ever like having an issue with it good like and then hollywood now like now it seems like i'm now it seems like there is again less of an issue thanks pose and um other things with with trans women of color and amazing shit and yes um but like they transitioned it was like fine and then we had like all the blowback for caitlin jenner's transition it just was suddenly like wait but like and i don't i didn't at the time remember back to when they had come out because it had gone so easily but at the time and what they worded here was at the time um and they i I believe they dead named them and I felt a little weird about it. Like they they mentioned their their current names, but they said at the time this mm. and like and which I felt a little strange about in that like one uh it would be different if they weren't like I would feel worse about it if they weren't like very famous people who had directed a lot of very good shit like for example the matrix time that's on here that has to be yep there is zero way that that was not on this list and i'm very excited to rewatch that i'm fuck i'm excited to rewatch that and it's a series binge hell because it's part of a series i'm really excited for that like i've never seen it really it's yeah (laughs) it's you know what it's the um the um 
liking the philosophy of this one, I think will carry over into that. There is a bit of philosophy there that will. There's a lot of mind fucks in it. I don't remember all of the movie. I remember a lot of the tropes that came from it, but like, and those ones are very mind fucky and on their own. All right. But yeah. Um. So they almost directed this, and I just thought that would have been interesting. I don't know what it would have changed because I can't think of like any movies that i've seen of theirs that like i would hold up to specifically movies that i've seen that have been directed by um fuck oh why did i forget the man who directed these movies the trilogy we are watching right oh, now Oh, christopher nolan thank you uh, you know what i almost said i almost said christopher columbus <laughs> not be not not because of that that not because of the the colonist dude um harry potter yeah, Harry Potters, yeah. <laughs> at the very least it was a, at least at the very least i remember that he is a movie person <laughs> like, good um but yeah like i i don't know that i've seen enough of both of their movies to like really like be able to separate them i'm sure i would be able to but hopefully there's more of their stuff on the list i hope to hope to get to you know experience more of their work uh christopher nolan well or well yes Chris columbus christopher columbus yeah <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, or well, not necessarily Christopher. Sorry, I meant actually the Wachowski sisters. I'm, oh. I'm hoping I there's more of their six. I know the Matrix, but like that's. Yeah. I don't know because we be definitely get more of Nolan though. We have Inception. Uh, we have the Prestige. Yes. We have Interstellar. Oh, you know what? I do see a marked difference in their type of movies, but it's actually kind of small. But anyway, cool. that's fine. Um. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, fire is my next note, and I don't remember where that comes up. I'm sure because you do. Because this is the first appearance we get of Batman. Yes, it is. Stopping a drug deal. This was super well done. Fuck, it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, also, this is not the note where I have this, but this is where, this is roughly about where the note came in, where um, it was talking about um, uh, Christian Bale's... Um, portrayal of batman in a very specific way and him being like a rage-filled monster i believe was the word that was used um and that was a quote from christian from christian bale um and the re- sense yeah and he said and there the note was that was aided because he hated this costume uh, and it because it was so uncomfortable yeah and it looks it it looks fucking dope as hell but it looks so uncomfortable yeah. jesus christ very heavy, apparently, especially during this first sequence, which then I believe they go back in this movie and change the fact that it's heavy. Or is that the next one? It's the next one where they do the new suit. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And so uh, Batman takes down Carmine Falcone and Rachel. We have her now on the now run down Wayne train. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's about to get jumped. Uh, Batman jumps in. Mm-hmm. I love Bale's voice for Batman in this specific first movie. Yeah, he lost his voice for like multiple yeah, days yeah. after this, and I felt <laughs> laryngitis. I, like no shit. Like I'm, Jesus, you know what's wild about this? That's all shit that can be done in post. Because I've done that exact thing in yeah. post. <laughs> like, if I can do that on free fucking software in post, Stubbing. they can do it even better even better in post um so there's that um this is going to be one of those moments where it requires standing i think um to because <sighs> I, I feel like it's over i don't know where the light is but it's over there it's that white sensor by the door oh is it got it yes i maybe <sighs> i'll try flailing next and see if it cool. catches me anyway all right um, yeah uh we have the first bat signal 
it's a Falcone strapped to a floodlight. <laughs> Which I wasn't sure light-wise if that would generate that exact symbol. It just felt like that was... I, I don't know if that special effect was actually just... Was actually then what was projected or if they were staring at something that wasn't actually there. Uh, it, it looked pretty silu- real. It was the silhouette of Falcone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it looked pretty realistic for that. I yeah. just... It wasn't... I was like, uh... Is it though? I'm like, yeah, it's close, I guess. Well, it's staging. Then we have Batman giving Rachel proof to expose Judge Faden, who was covering up for Falcone. Yeah. And we have some Wayne tech being stolen, a microwave emitter that turns mass amounts of water into vapor. Which sort of had, like, for this part of the movie was, the only reason at this point um, that that seemed relevant was literally because we have grown to trust that in this movie they're going to deliver on like that they're not just showing us random shit with the exception of those claws they're not showing us random shit that they're not going to like come back to yeah which i appreciate in a movie and then we have uh bruce playing up the billionaire play billionaire billionaire (laughs) playboy facade which i love Mm -hmm. uh rachel and bruce reunite and then uh uh, rachel gives it's not who you are underneath it's what you do that defines you. Holy fuck, these lines in these movies are wonderful. Are so quotable, too. Yeah. That's a damn good... Ooh. I, I just held up the, the power fist, which is a <laughs> weird thing to hold up for this moment. Yes! Anyway. So, we have Crane with Falcone. Uh, Falcone mm-hmm. knows about Crane's experiments on his patients. And we have the first look of the Scarecrow as he gasses Falcone. And this is where that game in the beginning came from, because my note here is fear toxin is scary shit. I'd see clowns or fish. Dead fish is not the rest of the note, but that was what I was thinking when I wrote it down. Anyway. So again, listeners, remember to play that game. What is your, uh, what would you see if fear toxin sort of hits you and you then had to just see your biggest fear? And what would you be if that turned you into a hero? Um, Use your fear. All right. And this then leads to a very interesting thing. Like shortly thereafter, it's not immediately after, but it's a, like a, it's a little bit further yeah. into the movie. But... So we got a uh, Batman brooding in front of Gordon's house. Uh, Batman interrogates Flash about the drugs. Uh, the police are in on this Falcone conspiracy. Uh, mm-hmm. They kill this counselor who was working with Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's see, we have Batman investigating a drug drop location, and Crane is trying to destroy the evidence, and Batman gets gassed. And then (laughs) Mm -hmm. Scarecrow uses a you-need-to-lighten-up pun before he lights him on fire. Yes, and this is... That, you know what? I'm sorry. Remember back when I said holy shit fire? Yeah. That is the, that's where the holy shit fire note was. Oh, when he was on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like holy shit fire. Fear toxin is scary shit is then the immediate thing after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. He calls Alfred to get him a ride home. Fox makes an antidote. It's Bruce's 30th birthday. Rachel mm-hmm. is still on the Falcone case. The head of Wayne Enterprises wants to know about the microwave emitter. And he fires Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are in Alka. Alcum Asylum. Arkham Asylum, where Falcone is loopy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel is coming down on Crane's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Crane gasses Rachel, and Batman crashes the toxin making party that is in Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. And Batman gasses Crane, and Crane says that Raz Al Ghul is his boss and delivers a wonderful line Dr. Crane isn't here right now. 
can mm-hmm. we schedule an appointment? Oh, uh, wait, <laughs> hold on. Great. Is this after Batman randomly used bats to fall down the thing? Is that has that happened yet? It's about to okay. Happen. Sorry, I was like, what? This is why I need to note the amount of time in between these. I I think I need to find listeners. If you if y'all know of any note taking thing that sort of you can take notes as to, like that has a timer with it, that would be extremely helpful because. I don't remember how much time there is between these notes, and that is my one and only problem. Uh, what I do, um, mm-hmm. every time I make a note, I pause the movie. Mm. So when, if and you I'll do, write down if the you time do that, on you it write too. the timestamp. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Okay. And so we have uh, <laughs> the cops coming to get Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon goes in to talk to him alone, and <laughs> Batman calls in some baddie backup. And why hasn't he used this in later movies? Because this is so cool. Because I fully don't like it. It was one of those things where I was like, "Wait, how the fuck did he just call a bunch of ba-? like?" It's a thing that apparently he can do. I fucking looked it up after this. I was like, "That's not a thing Batman can do. That's not a that." He has many, many fucking skills. The ability to randomly summon bats is never one of the. And, I mean, and it, it was explains like a sonar how. thing. Yeah. yeah, it explained how, which I appreciate because I was literally just looking at that like, this is a fucking MacGuffin and I do not buy it. But then I was like, <laughs> oh, but sonar and also it worked really well and I think would have been. I don't know that this is practically how that would have worked. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think bats respond to, like, do would they, res- they wouldn't respond to digital sonar, I don't, I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, they use echolocation to move around and shit, but I don't think they, it, I don't think they use it to communicate. That's more of a cetacean thing. Yeah, like, I think that, I don't think they use, you're right, I don't think they use it to communicate, and I don't know that they would hear a, specific pitch or sound and be like and would follow that sound i know that they would react to that sound if it were near them and would leave yeah (laughs) hence the beginning of the movie that i didn't get for a minute um and whatever but i don't know that they would like come when called there they don't unless he domesticated a bunch of bats and that's a sequence we missed which also fuck yes Please let that be a moment. I, mean, I want the to bat, see the Bat Cave has literal bunch of bats in it. I really, <laughs> I really just want to see him with a bunch of bat pets that he's just feeding and casually keeping. And I just, I just want to see that sequence. That's a really, that's the cute Batman sequence, and that's the Batman yes. that we haven't seen in a very long time. And I no. want it. So. Uh, Batman tells Gordon that Crane's toxin has been dumped into the water supply. Aw, shit! And Batman cuts through Arkham Asylum in a pretty funny moment where he's just going through all the cells and people are just like, what the fuck? Fun fact, biggest plot hole of this movie. What? The one big plot hole of this movie that bothered the shit out of me and that was made a note of and liked by a lot of fucking people on the IMDb thing yeah. is that if the fear toxin was in the water supply, anytime anybody boiled water, they would have been affected and hospitalized, which would have been thousands of people daily, which oh meant they would have caught this God. so much time before. That is so true. And I was like, wait a fucking... So-. Like, as when I... Because I didn't notice that at first, but as soon as they said that and that, like, popped up in the thing, I was like, that is a giant fucking problem. Oh my I mean, god. I didn't think of it until now. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, also because it doesn't, like, it's, it, it. you know how why it wouldn't necessarily make sense to be that way? Because it's, like, it, in order for it to get to its gas form, it does have to be heated up. Yes. Yeah. That makes logical sense. Um, But 
we didn't like this is where it it begins to connect with the atomizer Mm -hmm. so i like sort of see it but like but the atomizer it it to me didn't mean like even though like we do have like small versions of that like that sort of um emit like deodorizer things in rooms Mm. very small versions of that very very small versions of those that do that like so i i didn't like put those things together that that's what it would do so like i that's why i didn't catch it in the moment and then as soon as i I, saw it i was like fuck that's the one thing that makes this whole movie not make any fucking sense i mean i Mm -hmm. if it's taken both of us this long to realize this plot hole i'm pretty sure it's a pretty small plot hole given (laughs) it's a big hole considering like considering (laughs) the only the thing that would have fixed it is oh no you're right they did just dump all this in it's the fact that they said they've been dumping it into the water supply for weeks yeah if they'd been only doing it for about 24 fucking hours Mm. then it would be like five people that like went in that like had not five like more like 500 because it's a city yeah like it would be a lot of people that would have noticed that that happened but it would have been fewer people than we probably think it would be because yeah. like yeah but it still would have been a thing and we still would have like it like it would but we wouldn't have had time to catch it yeah it's the fact that they were doing it for weeks and it would have happened to so many people and like it would have caused severe problems and people would have noticed like yeah and the police would have logged it and actually like investigated because it would have been too many cases of the same fucking thing and they would have immediately put up a notice that says fuck this the water supply is bad do not do not use what don't even boil the fucking water that won't fucking help like they would have had to put out that notice and like that's a whole like just knowing how city infrastructure works makes that bit fall the fuck apart, like, immediately, yeah. which is a little ridiculous. But, like, like a little ridiculous in that, like, not in the planning of it. It's ridiculous in the, like, it's ridiculous that city planning is where this falls apart. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, wait, what? Like, that's, but, yeah. So, it's really just a one-line change. And yeah. that could have even been improvised in the moment by whoever that was. Yeah. And that would have at which point i might have yelled at that person slash cut that line out in post um because but then again they also probably didn't think about that as they were editing because why would they yeah it's a pretty specific plot hole yeah yes unlike the plot holes in the dark knight rises yeah though there is another one that comes up later actually wait rachel has received the antidote right she has not. Not by this point? No. Because oh, because she Batman hasn't gone in yet. Batman has just gotten to Rachel. Got it. Yeah. So he just got her, and yeah. now he's bringing her back to his house. Yes. And he has a conversation with Alfred about um, Batman taking over his life. Yes. That is in a little bit, though. Yes. Because we have a, a really cool chase scene with the cops and Batman, and then I got a very awesome flashback of playing Arkham Knight because you get to be in the Batmobile for that one. This is where I have a note that said, listen, Batman has absolutely killed dozens of fucking cops. Yes. I'd, like. There's a note later on in the film that said the the death toll was only like, like it was a small number. Yeah. And I was like, bitch, no. The way that those cars fucking exploded with human beings in them means that every single one of them probably fucking died and that is 
that's a that's a problem batman doesn't kill people (laughs) that's why it's a problem that's why it's a fucking problem he he has all of these weapons that absolutely are lethal that he uses constantly and things that like like everything on that souped up ass car that causes actual fatalities because he's operating a moving fucking vehicle that is shooting at other moving fucking vehicles and anybody who's ever been in a car accident or known somebody who's been in a deadly car accident you don't even have to blow up a car for somebody to die in a car accident so i mean like it's it's a it that is my one issue with any of the movies where it then oh it said 27 people died in this movie like 27 fatalities total in the movie which i think makes sense and most of them were in the um the the razo ghoul sequence i think more because he lit them on fire and threw them off of cliffs yes which is funny in that scene specifically because he was quitting a group because they asked him to murder somebody and then he killed so many people in that building and i'm like wait <laughs> that's not how that works yep. um but anyway and that's... this is also where the logic of a video mm-hmm. game beats the logic of a hollywood film because in arkham knight they get away with batman like blowing up tanks mm-hmm. by having the tanks be drones yes also yes God um, damn it. There's <laughs> oh. like he literally has a Vulcan cannon that he uses to shoot mm-hmm. people with, but they are riot rounds. Mm. Mm. And riot rounds don't do yeah. They're not actual bullets. You know what? I don't want to talk about Birds of Prey every single time, but there is a thing about uh, because I just watched it again, there's yeah. a sequence um that there that lovely sequence when Harley is walking into the into the police station. Yeah. And she's firing, like, all of these random fucking things at them. Yes. First of all, favorite fucking, like, just storming an office sequence. Like, it's just so very good. But, like, she's also firing, like, non-lethal things at these people. Yes. And not killing anybody. Yeah. Which I really found interesting for Harley, specifically. But, like, it was was interesting in that moment um, to see. All right. Yeah. So... Back on track. Yeah. Uh, Batman gives Rachel the antidote uh, to give to Gordon and dates her for Alfred to take her home. This was actually another another point. I don't mean to cut like to he Alfred. Um, Bruce never told Alfred to take the antidote with him when he was bringing Rachel home because he gave Rachel the antidote. I know, but Rachel was knocked out and he put it next to her. Um, so and he, she he, and no, he, he told her before. Yes. Yeah. But she was still knocked out when he, when she was home, and she didn't have it on her. <laughs> like it was like oh, she. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was ne- like I said. It was next right. to the bed. So like, and there w- and he didn't leave a note for Alfred either. So and this is the only movie wherein like this is the only moment wherein there was crossover between them, and he immediately leaves. So he never okay. relayed the message. So. I mean, there is also the thing there of, like, I mean, Alfred would have probably put two and two together, uh, maybe. Like, I'm presuming that he at some point during all of this told Alfred, hey, we have an antidote, like, prior to him getting home. Because they did have that communication thing, so they were able to do that. Like, so I'm assuming that that's what happened. Mm -hmm. That would make the most sense to me. All right. Yeah. And we got Bruce's birthday party. Alfred is sad that Batman is taking over Bruce's life. He's so sad. 
I mean, yes, but also it's a little early for that. True. Like, it's a little early for that. I mean, what is a little early if in this trilogy, Bruce only clocks in about a year and a half as Batman? Precisely. Like, that's not, like, he, this is, it's a little early to be saying that this is like, it's consuming your life. Like, bitch, it's a new hobby, girl. Like, (laughs) what do you expect is going to happen? It is going to consume your life for a little bit. And honestly, this is better than him being a billionaire playboy in general because billionaire playboys do a lot of really dumb shit and that's not a good hobby it's just really not um being being a socialite is not a good hobby (laughs) hard stances from jv um (laughs) anyway but that's that's interesting but okay alfred sure yes so fox is at the party uh he connects the dots about the missing microwave emitter and the toxin in the water supply but being only an inhalant dun 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, Ducard is at the party, and we know now that he is the real Ra's al Ghul. Yep. Bruce uh, dismisses the guests to get them to safety by pretending to be a drunk asshole, which I loved, uh, so and she- also didn't buy again because, like, <laughs> like he was like he doesn't even seem like dickbag. Like, like he doesn't seem like a douchebag in general. I just moved so far away from this. Oh, cool. Hey fun um yeah he d- he didn't he doesn't seem like enough of a douchebag so i just didn't buy that he would do that and it also looked like the guests were feeling the same way like uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah okay um, so the security doors at arkham are all opened and the patients escape league mm-hmm. of shadows set wayne manor on fire and rachel wakes up grabs the antidotes for gordon and fox to mass produce yep Roz turns the emitter on. Gordon doses himself with the antidote. Batman suits up in a great suit-up montage. Oh, also, um, Alfred had Alfred had to come in and save him because of that one pole that was um, yes. on fire in one scene, not on fire in the next, <laughs> and then on fire again um, immediately after, which I... Just a little... I understand how that would have happened. Again, also, try not to kill your actors, please? Like, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, but, like, whatever. Um, Alfred also saving... Yes. Saving, uh, saving good old Bruce What's again. What's the point of all those bloody push-ups if you can't lift a log? Which I'm like, this old ass man being I know sassy. A, I love. I know him. that was also an awful British accent. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. He's also. I I love that sassy Alfred. Yes, <laughs> sassy Alfred is the best Alfred. Yes. And this is where it, I get the note. Hell yeah, this is a great action movie. Yeah. Done. Like done as a as a note. Done as every. Like I'm like, yep. My my note. I have three notes after that, but like it's not. Oh, this is actually. Oh, so this is the first time Scarecrow ever appeared in a movie, like in a live action movie. Yes. And then he's in all three of these movies. Woo! Um, Roz is low-key in a Bane mask at one point during this, and uh, it was very yes. funny. Um, like, it was funny to me. Um, it's time to spread the word, and the word is <laughs> Yeah, so the fear toxin has been going around yes also rachel at one point rescues a small child who has not been dosed with the antidote and yet still doesn't freak out because he's being comforted by this lovely mother figure yes which is weird also that small child is joffrey from game of thrones (laughs) i knew that motherfucker looked familiar fuck it's joffrey (laughs) first of all i fucking hate i the the person I hated the most in all of Game of Thrones was that little tiny motherfucker. Which, yep. I mean, I also didn't watch all of it because 
I mean, we've been over this yes. personally, and it's fine. Um, but like, <laughs> I, I, I was, I kept looking at that fucking kid's face, and also that kid was in was earlier on in the movie. Yep. So like, I saw him initially. I was like, that child act is gonna go a long way, and, and then, <laughs> he did. <laughs> and then I, and then we. Now I know. Now I know what the fuck happened. And I did look up his name. I just, I didn't. Um, like I didn't click on it because I was watching the movie and very engrossed. Um. <laughs> But yeah, and then Gotham begins to tear itself apart, just like the League of Shadows, freaking intended, because Scarecrow was on their payroll. And also, it just makes sense if everybody it it makes sense in the way that it was doing. Also, art they let art like people escape from Arkham during this bit, and honestly, that on its own would probably make me start to freak out just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, like. It's even separate from and then there's that fun moment of batman just sort of gliding over things and there's that weird like fear <laughs> overlay <laughs> i'm like oh my god <laughs> like, and i'm like yeah see no that that is scary i would freak the fuck out if that is what and then i also had another like little mini thought of like and again christian bale should play a vampire he, uh, he could be dracula I, fuck i would actually love to see him as dracula Ooh, he'd be real smooth as Dracula, and actually a very good one, despite the fact that Dracula in most things is not supposed, like, he's supposed to be ugly and very, like, you're supposed to know that he's evil upon looking at him the first time. He's noticeably a vampire throughout the entirety (laughs) of the thing. I would love to see him as the, you aren't aware, but you are very charmed by him. Because he is a very charming man. Like, and I just, I, like, as in Christian Bale is a very charming man. So I think he'd be very good at that. Fan casting for a different movie, but nonetheless, I think. Yay, career. Um, (laughs) And so, I hate this part, because Rachel tases Crane the immediate second he first calls himself the Scarecrow. Yep. And he just gets taken down like a little bitch, and we never see him again. Lame. It was so funny. (laughs) It was funny, but it was also lame. Yeah. Uh, It was genuinely funny to me just because I was like, oh, oh, he didn't expect you to take the antidote. That's why this happened so easily. It was just very funny to me for that reason. And also the... Yeah, yeah. My God. Scarecrow... They had a. Did they have Scarecrow in Gotham in the in the show? I don't I think they did. I have not seen. I don't. I didn't see enough I don't of it. Think I don't think they did. It. Yeah. No. They. Oh, you know what? It was that they had. Um, I'm. You know why I keep forgetting it weird? It's because they had Hugo Strange, and despite the fact that they're very different characters, um, I remember Doctor Hugo Strange and thinking yeah. like, oh, they are both very creepy. Um, therapists um there's a lot of creepy therapists in this general universe i'm realizing that now oh dear so many people that shouldn't have licenses um (laughs) no therapy license for you anyway um batman saves rachel and joffrey from zaz (laughs) uh let's see batman gives badass line to rachel it saves batman about the whole not what i am underneath and what i do blah 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 and so she knows yes Batman confronts Ra's al Ghul, sets his ninjas on him, and Gordon drives the Batmobile, which is fucking priceless. I, <laughs> I love this scene lived. so much. Oh my god, that was so good. And then uh. Batman and Ra's duke it out on the Wayne train. Gordon blows up the train tracks on the support beams. Mm-hmm. And then 
Batman, quote-unquote, doesn't save Raz. <laughs> he has the train derails. <laughs> that? Okay. You know the moment I'm about to mention. Maybe? The Red Wing moment at the very end of the first season. Where I have one a lovely line that predicts the entirety of the second season. It was by Simon, but whatever. We'll leave that part alone. Um, wherein wherein he was like i don't have to it's like uh i'm not going to kill you because this is your bomb um and you're the one that put this bomb on this train (laughs) or not well actually fuck it was even on a train and i had them take it from the train and put it in front of the house and almost blow up the whole fucking house which Mm. was almost a decision and i think i wrote that before i saw this movie which is weird, but here we are. Oh, superhero things. They can be a little bit predictable on occasion, but like it, uh, not in a bad way. And I do appreciate the sort of like ambiguity of like letting him of letting him die versus like, uh, yeah, I yeah. could rescue, which is a thing that they lose a lot with Batman. Like, I mean, I'm going to be realist. The whole reason that Injustice exists and Injustice 2, that seems to be the main argument of Injustice 2. Yeah. Like, the thing that is separating Batman and Superman is literally, like, some people have to die. It's like, uh, but we have to save people because they need to have a second chance. Oh. Batman, yeah. you Pollyanna-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> In that game, specifically, and not here, which is good. I'm glad for that moral ambiguity. Yeah. All right, so big fight ends. Mm-hmm. We have Earl, the guy from before who hired, who fired Fox, walking into Fox, having his job. <laughs> Which, ha! Yeah. Bad bitch glow up, a. Eh? Uh, Bruce patches up the old well that he fell through. Rachel comes by, kisses Bruce, said they'll be together when Gotham no longer needs Batman. Mm-hmm. Bruce plans to rebuild Wayne Manor. We get a brand new bat signal. Gordon is promoted to lieutenant. And we find out... The villain of the next movie, as we are given an evidence bag with a Joker card in it. Yeah, And then we have the end credits. And within that card, there is a reference to a specific issue with the Joker. And I forgot which one it was, but oh, like cool. it's a specific... Um, like that image was very specific and that card was recreated in that exact style for that reason. Oh cool. Which I was like, that's fucking dope. And I really like that a lot. Um and it just uh it was very interesting and very good. Now I think let I think um now are we gonna dive into um what we liked most about it? Yeah, or? I have my pros and cons right here. Before we get to that. Yeah. Um, good. Cool. Uh, pros and cons. Uh, for me, this is probably the best superhero origin story that I've seen. Um, they yeah. definitely spice it up with like peppering, like they did with flashbacks. Yeah. Um, I also love that the Scarecrow got some live action love. Yeah. And we also haven't seen him in live action since. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. I. Well. That's interesting, because I feel like I have seen him somewhere. I just don't remember where it was. You know what it was? It might have been a mention of him somewhere, but not an actual, like, we didn't, like, see him. 
Like, it was just something that got referenced and just we never, like, we, like, hear about him in the next two, but we don't, and we see the character as the Doctor, but, like, not. Uh, we see him as Scarecrow in Dark Knight. Oh, we, oh, we do, yeah, you're yeah. right, I forgot. In the very beginning. I forgot, yes, yeah. Um, and then as Crane in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, since then, no, and I don't know why that is other than, like, the Batman we've been getting has been not the one, like, I mean, well, I guess because we haven't gotten a Batman movie since then, we've gotten Justice League. We've gotten... And Batman v Superman. Yeah. But that wasn't a, that Batman was a combo. Movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we haven't gotten a solo Batman thing, and because we haven't gotten solo Batman, we haven't gotten yeah. this. Did they use him in Arrow? I feel like they might have... No, they didn't. didn't. Never mind. Arrow. They didn't. I, they, I don't think they did. They might have mentioned him in, in, um, in um, Batwoman. They they might have mentioned um, them in Batwoman. I think they did. Oh, you know, what? I think they did there, and I think he popped up during uh, the Elseworlds, either Elseworld, Elseworlds, or um, Crisis on Infinite Earths. It was one of those two. Um, those were the two that Batwoman was there for, and also they spent a lot of time in Arkham in one of them. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, other pros, uh, obviously dialogue, awesome, Fuck acting, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, cons, uh, these super close-up fight scenes. Yeah, fortunately, uh, they learned from that. Fortunately, they, learned they learned really damn well. Yeah, um, I think. The uber realistic approach to this to these movies does a disservice when it comes to the villains. Mm. Could you imagine like the scarecrow toxin, but like blown to the nth degree? I could see it. I could see it. I think um, I would have liked, and, and it might be partially because of the way that this sort of thing is flawed. I would have yeah. liked to see that done in a with a dispersal method that wasn't this one Mm. i don't know what i would have liked to see but i would have liked like maybe something because they do a lot of like timed like something oh my god he made a glade (laughs) plug-in i would that is the funniest fucking thing i would love i would I would love that so much in a way that is honestly, that makes me feel a little bit unstable in my brain, but it's um, very funny. I think it would have been cool if mm-hmm. they kind of did the opposite, like, because mm-hmm. uh, also one of my other cons of this is give one villain the spotlight, don't just blink into the League of Shadows, mm-hmm. um, is if uh, Scarecrow had the entire spotlight, the f- maybe like... Mm-hmm he encounters Scarecrow two times. Mm-hmm. First time he uses the gas mm-hmm. and then gets put away in Arkham. And then the second time he gets out, he makes a liquid version. Yes. And puts it in pharmaceuticals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's interesting to me in everything that I have seen Scarecrow in, not like movie wise, but even games, it's been mainly, it's been mainly, detoxin has been a gas a gas yeah and i i'm sure i'm sure somebody has written a think piece as to why that has been um and it 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 has i think to do with our fears about chemical warfare which probably fair yeah fair 
given also the coronavirus thing that is happening right now i uh, and our yeah. fear of airborne things mm. i get it but also i could see it being something other than that and it's just not but like it's i enjoy it i also would this is you will never hear me say this mm-hmm. another time but I would have liked a deeper dive into Carmine Falcone. I would have fucking loved it. Partially because I the first season of Gotham was very fun in that that's what it did. Um so we got we got Carmine for like the first season and the second I think and then he was gone. Mm-hmm. We also got a different like an there were multiple mobs in that and they were all mm-hmm. fighting in a way that was actually compelling. Yeah. And also several of them were led by women and they were all insane, uh, which is just beautiful. Um, I would mm-hmm. have liked if they do another like like full on Batman series, which mm-hmm. I hope they would do more than three movies. Mm. Um, transition from like Batman doing like more traditional baddies like mm-hmm. mobsters and then like maybe going into the penguin who's a bit more of like a more like famous villain. Mm-hmm. And then super villains like Scarecrow, the Joker yeah. and Bane. So we get more of like the Falcones, the black masks and all them. I miss the like okay, so one of the things I've seen with the with like theories about the Batman movie that is upcoming. Yeah. Um is that they're going more with detective Batman? Yes. And so the in terms of like the types of Batman that we get mm-hmm. and sort of trying to label the ones that we get, I would say there's roughly about I would say there's roughly about 6 of them. Almost as many as there are Jokers on that one poster, which is another point that we could get to it in the next movie. Um, anyway, but we get the Cape Crusader, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know how to define that one other than I'm going to call that one the comic booky one, yeah. for lack of a better way to put it. Yeah. Um, the... Um, fuck what is the the dad but that's not like what i want to say like the the um the jaded dad that's actually that is actually a good okay. way to put it yeah okay. like the jaded dad the detective which is the one that they're going with in the next one and um the the dark knight hence this this one that we're getting um also the cape crusader is the one from the 60s that's the Cape Crusader one that I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Um, and I don't know what that fourth, what that fifth one is, but like it's, I don't know how to word what the fifth one is. But we get like, oh, broken, broken. That one, not jaded dad, broken, just completely, utterly broken. Um, and I, it's the sixth one that I can't name. But those are the ones that I can think of for Batman. We've, I think, gotten a lot of. Oh, Justice League, sorry. Justice League is the other one, um, which is just group, working in a group. Actually, yeah, group work, group work, uh, which is another cartoony type one, but yeah. like, yeah. Um, <laughs> God level Batman is that one, which is weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's not bad, but that one, I do like the movies where he's not the one who is in the center of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I will give the, like, the the justice league movie was that like it despite the first of all it was god awful and we all acknowledge the fact that it was awful still have not seen that justice league movie good 
good. Oh, God. Good. No, it's not good. The only, like, good thing that he does, and he does this actually in the in Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. is he starts finding the people that he's going to put into the Justice League. And I think that's the only good thing that I would say that he does, is find the people to gather them together and keep them together by gathering them. And mm. I think that's a that's a thing that Batman is good at and I like yes. that Batman, but he I'm is, not. He is Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like him as that a lot. Um and that that's one portrayal I like. I do like this version of him as just sort of gritty and noir ish. Mm. Um but not quite detective. Because okay. he definitely isn't a detective, I would say, in these three. Like he does a couple detective e things, but yeah. he partners with the detectives to yeah. do them, which I like a lot. I also like, I like the Batman that works with the police, which is a weird thing to like, but I just, I, it's a thing that I yeah. like a lot. Um, the Batman as an extension of the police is so just an interesting concept. Again, a thing that you can just add to a plot to spice things up. Oh, you know, have your heroes be sanctioned by the entirety of the city because they might own half the city. But anyway. You know, why not? Um, but I think, I, I as far as how I feel about this... Uh, do you have any pros and cons? I, my, my pros were basically all the same ones you said. I really... The acting was fucking incredible. Sure. And, like, I... I'm a little sad I didn't see these in order, like, as mm. they were coming out. I'm a little sad about that, because, like... Seeing this before the next one would have, mm. I think, made me appreciate the second one even more, and the anticipation for the second one would have been kind of nice to have. And I didn't really have that. I just sort of knew it was coming out, and then it came out, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, I should see this. Oh, that dude died? Oh, well, mm. uh, that's an interesting thing to know while I'm watching this movie. Didn't really color it, necessarily. I yeah. thought it was going to. It totally didn't. It just made his portrayal make more sense in that one. We'll get to that, I guess. We will record that in a couple days. However, um, like that, uh, that I I like I like what they did with this one. I do miss the I do a little bit miss the dark and gritty Batman from this like thing. But I also really have a strong appreciation for the other ones that we get. Um, but for knowing what we were getting with this one, I really like it a lot. Um, and. Um, yeah, my only issue, I suppose, is the 43 goofs that there were, Ooh. continuity errors, 15, plot holes, 3, and I wrote them down. They were the fear toxin in the water supply, the kid that never freaked out despite not being dosed with the um, anti-thing, um, and Bruce never telling Alfred about the antidote, um, like about the antidote with Rachel, yeah. um, like specifically. Um, factual errors, six, revealing mistakes, nine, um, character errors, four, I need to look into what those were, I don't really remember them, and there were just miscellaneous others, and there were nine of those, so, yeah, um, 43 of them, which is, that's not bad by the standards of, like, a two-hour and, like, 14-minute movie, which is also an interesting thing about the length of time of the movies that are on the top well i guess the top five for lack of a better way like they're long as fuck and i feel like that might be one of the reasons that they are just reviewed as very good because mm-hmm. somebody sat through it for so goddamn long that at <laughs> a certain point they're like fuck i can't have justified spending all of this time on this thing if it wasn't good so i'm gonna have to tell everybody it was good that's my justification <laughs> for the godfather part two anyway um <sighs> 
I'm going to keep shading that movie until the day that I die, and it's going to upset a lot of people. But It's funny, because after mm-hmm. um, Dark, the Dark Knight trilogy, we have mm-hmm. 12 Angry Men, which is an hour and a half. I'm so excited. And Schindler's List, which is three hours plus. Balzac. Uh, one, we're gonna, that one's going to depress the shit out of me, and I know it already, and that's really... That's upsetting. I'm I'm upset by that as a concept, but it's fine. It's we'll fine. We'll get there. It's okay. Yeah. I'm very excited about Twelve Angry Men because lawyers and yeah. shit. Yay! I'm going to shine during that episode. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, but um, for this movie, I gave it a eight point five. Nice. Uh, I gave it a nine out of ten. It lost a star for those goddamn close-up scenes. And fair, <laughs> like, and yeah, that was one issue I had with it. Though I I will say I did really appreciate the like the attention to detail for a movie that like for a movie that could have easily overlooked it especially if with it being a first in a trilogy a first in a trilogy and it's a first in a comic book trilogy yeah like and a lot of those can go well nowadays they have to go super well like for it to be a like ongoing thing yeah but then in other things it anyway that's just how that is um so fan casting um hear me out okay as far as bruce is concerned i actually didn't bring up the option previously this is a weird weird fucking choice and it is a deep fucking pull that you probably won't remember unless you saw true blood did not ryan quantin um (laughs) if you said joe manganello i'd get that yes and no um i wouldn't Actually, for him, I would have gone Bane. Just, I mean, spoilers for the third fucking movie. Bane is in it. Yes. Which we've said already numerous times. Um, But, like, I would have given him Bane. Like, that's, he's who I would have given Bane. Um, Michael Chiklis as Falcone. I don't know who that is. Michael Chiklis. You, I will pull up an image of him because you will recognize him i i'm certain you'll recognize him okay he paid he he, he paid jesus he played um the thing um oh in which one in uh the one that had uh the the captain of the captain america as, as the fire, oh, yeah, fire the, boy i'm so the bad fire boy, the human torch <laughs> yeah i know i, I Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could see he it. He'd yeah. be very good at it. Yeah. I, he would be very good, and I would love to see him in that role. And I know he was um, the. I think he was the executioner in Gotham. I think that was the name he got. He was a um, a police officer in the series, and then became um, like his catchphrase was. I'm judge, jury, and executioner. And I, so I believe he was just the executioner. Mm. I think that was what they gave him. And he killed a lot of fucking people. Um, and it was insane. And But he was very good as that. And in seeing him in that part, I would have loved to see him as a mob boss. He also just has that look. The, the shaved head helps. Um, he's, he's very. He's a very bald man with a very, very shiny head. Um <laughs> And this is a boon to him. He would be a good mob boss for that reason. Also, he would just look good with one of them hats. Anyway. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I want to figure out who would be Lucius Fox. And I, and I, I did look a slight bit over on the list and see that you had 
Fox on the list. So oh, yeah. I want to hear what the fuck you say to this oh, answer. Yes. I'm I so have, excited. <laughs> I have Bruce, Alfred, Rachel, Crane, Razogul, Gordon, and Fox on here. Oh shit, Rachel. I should cast her immediately, and I don't know why this is taking me even this long to think of somebody it to cast for her. It took me so goddamn long for Rachel. This is weird. The girl, another another pull from True Blood. Um, the girl who played in the Daredevil series. Um, the girl who played. Um, I don't remember what her name is, but I don't remember what her name is actually. I, I think her <laughs> the character's name might have been Donna. I don't know. Um, in any case, she's one of the main girls in that. Oh fuck! Actually, wait. No, never mind. Never mind. I wouldn't. Oh no! Actually, she would have made a good Catwoman. Um, uh. Uh, Kristen Ritter. Um, she would have made a good Catwoman, but that's for later. Um, but I would have loved to see her as that because her as Jessica Jones is amazing. So I could see that being a easy crossover. I do not have anything for Rachel other than I would have wished Maggie Gyllenhaal would have done both movies. Cool. So Bruce slash Batman, Henry Cavill. It would have been really funny and very interesting. I mean, and he like, would have been so much better at that than yes, Superman. Than Superman, yeah. And also yeah. seeing him as Geralt of Rivia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could be Batman. Yeah. And he could be Bruce Wayne. Because Geralt <laughs> yeah, like, is functionally kind of Batman, yes. just without a lot of money and in uh, yes. and with a sword. Also, Henry Cavill has a fantastic superhero chin. Oh yes, he yes. does. God, he like his chin being the only thing that we saw of his face. Yes. First of all, sad because he has a beautiful face in general. <laughs> also sad that like, also sad that just that one time is the only time that we. Anyway, that's fine. Um, but no, I like um, I like it as a. I like that as yeah. a thing. Uh, so who do uh, you have for the next one? So Alfred, uh, Ian McKellen work work oh uh, god i think he plays more into the traditional alfred who oh. is both a very posh classic british actor yeah and also ex-british special forces did not know that about him yes that is dope as fuck oh my and god And i think ian McHale would be great at doing that like sort of mm-hmm. type of alfred yeah uh rachel um so i wanted to cast a woman of color because I wanted to see, an, I wanted to see an interracial Batman couple. I would love that. Yes, and mm-hmm. so uh, I also wanted this lady to uh, have done better than what she was given in her previous DC Universe movie, uh, Zazie Beetz. What was she in in DC? I'm she was in Joker. Oh, that was her. Oh my god! Yeah. I just, I complete. Let me tell you. First <laughs> of all. While I was watching that, I did fast forward through part of it, mainly because the part that I fast forwarded through was the part where I was like, I understand the movie's like thing at this point. So I know like I know what's about to happen. And so I wrote down what I thought would happen, sent it to a friend and they told me, yeah, you're right. So then I skipped forward about 20 minutes and then was like, oh, yeah, it's weird that I just skipped 20 minutes of this movie and feel like nothing has changed and she was during that 20 minutes because i did fast forward through it so i saw her briefly yeah. but and also like, you know why yeah. i didn't recognize her because of deadpool that's why i didn't recognize yeah. her because that Another was better why, why i fan cast her because her Ooh. sass as domino and her like emotional just rawness of joker both uh i think would be good for rachel yes because oh my god she is, give me one second because she is, she is um both like fiery and batman begins and we get more of the emotional side in dark knight yes i'm sorry i'm j- searching the name of the person i would have cast for similar reasons 
um, in that role. But with the with the concept of it being a woman of color, it, mm-hmm. it gave me an idea. Um, um, and I don't have the Wi-Fi for this room, so I actually cannot. Um, it is BCC guest, and you can just sign in. Oh. Yeah. Um, Carrie Washington. There we go. Carrie Washington. Um, aka Olivia Pope from Scandal. I could not remember <laughs> her name. Um, but in how she plays that character there, she has the level of intensity mm-hmm. and also just being her having been directed by Shonda Rhimes, I think might have helped with the like yeah. having the intensity mm-hmm. to be able to pull off like a really good lawyer, um, which is the other thing that I think that Rachel should have gotten more of. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the half point that was missing is I would have liked to have Rachel be either like and to have Rachel do more and to have her be a little more successful at what she was doing. Um, not like have her like win the case or anything, but like have her like actually see her like making the argument and like really nailing it, which I think we get a little bit in the next one. Yeah. But um, like I, I would like to see that because yeah. I like honestly just because I like also seeing um, women as lawyers and kicking mm-hmm. ass at doing it. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing that we really see a lot in a lot of movies. We tend to get, lawyers well if we do they're always the da yeah or like the assistant da Mm -hmm. and never a defense attorney which is weird to me because like and part of that i think might be because it becomes i don't know it's easier to believe a lying man i guess (laughs) in in like a weird concept and not saying the defense attorneys lie that's not what i'm saying um but like seeing it's also weird seeing a woman defend somebody if we think that they're guilty. So I can see why they wouldn't necessarily do that in this mm-hmm. kind of movie, but or in a lot of law movies. But it would be interesting to see. Um, anyway, thing that I hope is on this list somewhere that I just haven't seen yet. Uh, but yeah, no, I like I like that. Um, and uh, we have Jonathan Crane and Scarecrow, mm-hmm. uh, John Noble. Um, he was in Fringe. If you saw that show, yes, the old dude. Oh. And he was also the voice actor for Scarecrow in Batman Arkham Knight. You're, that that makes a lot of sense. And, oh my god, wait. And him in Arkham Knight is straight up nightmare fuel. Now, because you just said that, now I want to cast Joshua Jackson somewhere in this, and I don't <laughs> know where I would put him. Um, yeah. Uh, I... When we, if... when we cut off, I will show you um, John Noblesque. Oh, character. I remember. Holy oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think I saw... What 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 was it in? I'm sorry. Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah. No, I... I you're right. I didn't hear him in that. But I... Um, like, I can picture him doing it and doing it very well. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. And like... In... Though also an old Scarecrow is kind of interesting, especially yeah. casting him now, because I'm also thinking like, oh yes, the 2019 version, or 2020, mm. excuse me. Yeah. Uh, stuck in last year. Um, the, the 2020 version of it. That would be really interesting. I would like that. He was very good in Fringe. Wow. I started watching that show while I was in Boston, too. It was very hmm. weird. Anyway, but like, um, I think... Um, I'm trying to think of who I would put him as. I could all, you know what? I actually could also see um, Joshua Jackson doing either that in playing, like, in playing it very straight, because he's very good at playing it very straight, but mm-hmm. also, like, um, knowing that there's a darkness underneath it, and knowing that there's a darkness underneath it, but that you can't necessarily see by just looking at the face. Um, not that you can do that for 
um, John Noble. I mm-hmm. don't think actually that's yeah. one of the reasons I think that that would work really well because he's a, has that disarming type of old dude face. Yeah. Or at least as far as I'm concerned, I don't yeah. know. Um, <laughs> He's a disarming old man. Um, a little bit like Bernie Sanders. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders as the Scarecrow. Oh, no. Oh, no. I would like him to be the Penguin. <laughs> I don't know why. I just want Bernie Sanders to be the Penguin. Oh. Oswald Cobblepot for mayor. <laughs> we will have health care for all. <laughs> then we will all vote for <laughs> then we will all vote for the penguin which i think was the plot of uh batman returns um it was oh shit anyway uh, i have three more yes go <laughs> all right uh raz al ghul mm-hmm. uh donnie yen you know donnie yen is no. uh so in china he's known for his martial arts movies okay and have, did you see star wars rogue one no, I didn't. Oh, he plays a uh, force-sensitive blind dude in that. Oh. And he just beats the shit out of stormtroopers with a stick. Oh, work. And okay. he is so good. Nice. And, um, and since he is a martial artist, um, that would do uh, <gasps> really well for some kick-ass fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just thought of another one. Lupita Nyong'o for Rachel. But also just because I, I want... Lupita? <laughs> because I just want Lupita in everything. And, I, and she's very pretty. And she is wonderful. A her. believable love interest and also very good at acting. And I just... I love her. Anyway. And she also has that, like, sweet and intense... Yeah. Uh, she can do oh, that really well. God. Okay. Uh, Gordon. Uh, Ron Perlman. A person I haven't thought of in years first right? of all like but yeah <laughs> you're right also the guy who um fuck i can't think of um the guy who was in stranger things and also hellboy the recent one yeah i also was gonna that cast guy. it too they were both hellboy yeah uh, I was like, oh yeah that's dave what harbour or dan harbour dave, dave harbour dave yeah. harbour yeah that's why i thought yeah. it and that's also why I thought of him just now is because both of them I was were between Hellboy. those two. That's so good, and both of them would both of them would be great there. Yeah. Also, I want to cast an older Gordon. Oh my god! Yeah. Actually, there's a corrupt cop with Gordon in the. Is it the this one or the second yeah. one? Yeah, it's this one. Okay, yeah, I think so. If they if there was more of those two interacting, I would love it to be both of them. Yes, that would be ooh as a pairing, they'd be mm. fun. I like them anyway. And for Lucius Fox. Uh, Idris Elba. I see it. I buy it. I really would like if... You know what? This is a thing that might be controversial. Mm-hmm. I would actually very much like them to stop making Batman things. I would like them to lean into the Bat family a little harder. Okay. So, one of the people in the Bat family that I like, but I can also understand why people don't necessarily see it for this one, Batwing. Batwing is... um luke fox aka uh lucius's son okay um in batwoman luke fox is the sort of tech guy in that because it's a cw show there's got to be a tech genius yes there has to be um (laughs) so like it's and it's luke fox in this and um he put out a thing that said i would love very much if the show eventually has me suit up as well as Batwing. And uh, when I saw that, I was like, see, first of all, Batwing goes off and fights crime in other countries, Hmm. including Africa, which is one of the reasons why he's very interesting and just 
That's fun. Cool. But he then also comes back to Gotham after Batman stops. And that's I Gotham after Batman has stopped doing his thing is mm-hmm. always my favorite like time period huh. when everyone is filling the gaps of the gap of Batman not being there. Hmm. I don't know that I want a Batgirl movie, but I know we're getting one. Hmm. Like I know that they've they've announced it pretty much, but they haven't said who Batgirl is. They've just said like it's in the wax. Woo-hoo! I mean, and I'm like I, I'll I'll watch with it with the new the Batman. I would love for them to do like the Batgirl and then have her get the killing joke treatment and then become Oracle. I would live for that mainly because I want the end of that to be we get the Birds of Prey. Actually. Like, the actual one. Okay. Because while I am fine with the fact that Renee Montoya suddenly became the one of the people in the Birds of Prey when that has <laughs> never happened before, I would, lo- I, I would like I would like that. Because that her is... Oh, her is Oracle. Is, is this Batman movie technically going to be in the DC Cinematic Universe? Yeah, I think so. Because... Not the current one. They sort of ended the current one and are just resetting, but... Is Birds of Prey in the new cinematic universe? Maybe. I don't know. That that remains to be seen in like the upcoming things. Because if they just kind of get rid of Margot Robbie... I will be very sad because she's very good. She's such a good Harley. Gotham City Sirens. That's what we need for her specifically, which I think they might have mentioned possibly giving her mm-hmm. and the fact that we already have the catwoman plan and she is a woman mm-hmm. of color which is what i've thought that she was supposed to be this entire fucking time but <laughs> apparently she hasn't ever been no except for Halle Berry, of course which i maintain had that movie been better written that would have been fine <laughs> like they, god that would have been such a good movie had it had yeah. a better writer um, I, 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 hope they, I hope they keep some of the actors if they're rebooting the dc I think film verse because yeah. you'll be getting rid of Margot Robbie, and we already have mm. Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke in one of the post credit scenes. Oh, wh- is and he? They didn't confirm whether or not he was going to be. Oh wait, he's in the post credit sequence. Yeah, for no, I remember. I forgot yeah. that that was him, but I do remember that. Um, yeah. no, and then Shazam, which as I didn't see it, but I heard it was good. It was fucking great. It was so good. And also, like, Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot, if they get rid of all of them, like, that'd be dumb. Gal's not going away because they're doing a third Wonder Woman movie after this one. They've already started it. Oh, God, okay. Because, of course, they fucking did. Because but, of because you can't yeah. not do that. You That's so good. Ah, anyway. Like, are they all going to be part of the new canon, though? Do they know? Um, they what What's been sort of happening with Wonder Woman is that Wonder Woman's just being separate. Like, just in general. Um, more because, like, she's fine on her own, honestly, and her mm, fucking yeah. film, everything is fine on its own. Yeah. I could see them, honestly, building it off of her and, like, and, like the thing that I think they're trying to do is build these separate worlds independently and then maybe do something with, like, joining them together for, oh, like, so something like, that makes sense. Exactly what they should have done. Yeah. Like, what they did with Marvel. <laughs> exactly like so building like they're going they're the second there's a second um a second aquaman which i listened to a podcast of and um aquaman is apparently not going to be a great ruler as determined on that podcast which i actually kind of agree with but that's fine that's okay i but see that movie is going to have a second one i'm really hoping they recast mira um for reasons 
that Amber Heard shit is going on a little too long. Mm-hmm. It's being settled in the courts, but based on what I've heard and that phone call, I have feelings. Oh. Anyway. Oh, but, fuck. Um, so mm-hmm. I was just absentmindedly kind of looking yes. at stuff for the Batman. Yeah. One, um, mm-hmm. Falcone's going to be in it. Oh, fabulous. Okay, good. Uh, two. That makes sense, because that and Catwoman tend to be paired a lot. The Batmobile? Uh, yeah, it's they went old car with it, and I really like it. Yeah, yeah and also... We also, I think we know for a fact now that um, mm-hmm. that still of uh, Robert Pattinson on the motorcycle is not the suit we're Wait, is it not the suit we're getting? Well, the, that is the suit, but with it has a cape and they it has a yeah. cape. They didn't have the cape. The cape is being added in post. Um, and that's also the stunt double on that bike. Okay. Yes. Cool. Um, I've I've watched way too many videos about these upcoming things that are happening. This set is not tight enough. Like this this set <laughs> for the Batman is not tight enough. Like they their security is very lax. They're revealing a lot of this, <laughs> things about this movie very very early because that movie's not supposed to be out until like halfway through next year. And uh, I'm like June 2021. Yeah, I'm like, that's a little. They're revealing a lot of shit way too early. I mean, uh, that's fine. I like little giveaways and shit I, like that. I mean, yeah, but they they've held Wonder Woman 1984 like pretty close to the chest until like the moment it made sense to release the trailer. Yeah, and then we got the trailer, which gave away a lot of what is probably happening. But they haven't given shit away since then, and like it, they and they're they've they've played it close to the chest, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that with a lot of movies. It's just, they haven't done that a lot in a lot of things, and they really should, um, I think. Just with some of these, I think the suspense and not knowing quite what we're going to get is a good thing. And yes, I have looked at the time now. Okay. Times. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think um, I would love to see, I would love, shit, like there's just so many things I would love to fucking see, including honestly giving Catwoman her own fucking chance as a movie, because she's very good and mm. could do it. Um, but then again, also Gotham City Sirens would just be fun. Like it would be very fun, and it would give us a chance to also just give Harley a a female lover. Then she should have that. Um, exactly, and that's why I want that. And also, point like again, having it be a thing where like they have to work together in some way, and even if like the the person working opposite them is not actually Batman, but say for example, that's what Batgirl winds up doing. Ooh, shit. Actually, if what we get with Batgirl is Batgirl versus Gotham City Sirens, if that's the movie we get, bitch, that's a good fucking movie and I would live. There's no comic book reason for that to ever happen, but it would be incredible. Um, but yeah, no, I think I, I'm i ex- now that this is super long. Um, yeah, we're about to hit three hours. So... Y'all, um, <laughs> oh, what, what we can, what I can say is, I know that the next two will be shorter. Will it? Well, one, I have half as many notes as I did on this one, <laughs> and I haven't even taken these continuity things. Um, I will have less to say about the next two. Um, I will have a bit to argue for on the third, and that's fine. Like more to just present another point of view. It's fine. Um, and I also like. The third one's one of the ones where I understand why people didn't like it, but I also very, like, I had fun with it. Part of it has to do with the fact that it gave me Catwoman again, and I and I live for every Catwoman we no, get. No, we did not get Catwoman. We got Selena Kyle. 
I know, which is annoying. And I didn't realize that until like I saw that as a note in the movie and that part bothered me. But I also like I like I like when we actually I like when we have Catwoman even actually I like you know what? All of her lines actually in the movie were my favorite things, including the um leaving nothing for the rest of us things. She's very Marxist in that movie. Yes. And that is a thing that I think um really that's a thing I think we we need more of in these and actually that was a note that i made in the movie before that one like in the dark knight one of my first notes is literally like um bruce jokes about being rich and it sort of exemplifies the problem of this movie like which is that batman is in fact a rich person and like and him saying what he said to that man dressed up in like a bat suit like in a shitty bat costume. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Yeah, and I was like, classism. So classism, <laughs> though. I'm like that, and that struck me. In that was, I think, the reason I gave it um, nine instead of ten. Um, I know that feels like giving it a lot, but like that felt like the main thing that was bothering me about that one. Spoiler for the next movie. Um, but yeah, we should probably cut it before we start talking. Let about us Dark stop. Too. Yeah, <laughs> let us stop now. Um, so. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Um, we have our social media. Again, remember, we want to hear from y'all about your... Um, here, here's the thing. Here's what we're going to do. Despite the fact that we're going to... That this is going to come out, like, way the fuck after we record this. Um, yes. <laughs> we want to hear from y'all about... Um, we want to hear from y'all about what you really... Like, what you liked about one this movie we also want to hear who your heroes are um and honestly the best answers we get to that we will share um on the episode that we record as as we like the next time we get back to this because i think this is good honestly looking at our schedule the next time we record is in like a couple days and then after that like i'm like honestly well you made that note about friday and not being available that friday or the next one i'm like honestly though i'm not available those next two either because it's my birthday weekends both of them are technically because because tuesday is halfway in between both of them so birthday weekends for both of them um so i'm not available for those either so like there's a good chunk of time in between the recordings um we won't have run through all of like all of these, but like there's a good chunk of time in between there. It's going to be kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, we would like to hear um, your fear hero name. Um, and that would be fun. So tweet us that and we'll, uh, we, we will, maybe we'll have a merch item by then and we'll enter you into a drawing for a merch item. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I might just personally fund that because why not? Um, <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, we would like to hear from y'all. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, also, check us out. If you um, are not sure where you want to be listening to podcasts, here's a note that I'm going to give you. Um, this is not a sponsored note, but this is a way... This is like a thing that I just want people to consider doing. Um, I would like you to consider listening to things that you really enjoy on. um, Oh, God. Why did I just (laughs) I said all of that and forgot the name. Radio Public. Um, (laughs) Radio Public. And one of the reasons that I would like you to consider doing that is that um, when you listen to things on Radio Public, they actually do 
like your listens count for something those that those listens are converted to like money that is given then to um the hosts and the people who make the shows that you listen to so consider um that has an app it's on um all of the app stores i consider checking that out um i'll post a link about that we are on there um you can also leave comments there i believe i believe that's a thing you can do um so if you like us and would like to support us but don't personally have the money to do so if you listen on radio public and you share the radio public link for our show um and you share that with other people that will actually translate into that money for us so i mean that would be really cool if you could do that i would personally appreciate it help us eat exactly um and afford all of these things because woo and also more merch items can happen slash merch items at all can happen because i haven't made them yet um those will be able to happen the more um people you know listen and support us so if you can we would appreciate it um if you want we are not on patreon yet but you can leave us a tip via um there's a link in our in our thing and you can leave us a tip which is fun um so do that if you can um Again, no pressure, but it would be cool. Uh, and uh, let us know what movies, if you haven't looked at the two, top 250 list, um, let us know what movies you're excited about. We, uh, I just want to know which ones you're excited about. What movie are you most excited about? Oh, me? Shit, I have no idea how to answer that question. Because <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't looked at the list yet. Like, fully. I've looked at, like, the first few... <laughs> But I haven't, like, like I've I've found where the list is. I just haven't gone and, like, done a, like, deep look at, like, all of the things on the list yet. Uh, I've, like, looked at, like, <laughs> like oh, yes, this is the list. I remember yes. we've gone in this order so far. Like, that's what it, all I've done for it. And, like, save the link so it's, like, there. But, yeah. So, um, check, check that out and tell us what you're excited about. Fear name, fear hero thing. Do that fun little game. Um, we might also have a thing like posted on social media about that i think that i might make that the uh, show art image mm-hmm. instead of a meme um though i i really enjoy the meme thing they're very fun um, <laughs> <laughs> i'll send you the one for the next episode because okay. i find it very funny um there's a several alternates for it too and it, uh, it's um it's a college one about posters it's very funny anyway um so be well do as many good things as you possibly can. Try not to kill anybody in a flaming car accident with your super vehicle. Um, and, of course, stay safe out there and turn up to some seal because I'm bringing that shit back. That oh was so funny. <laughs> turn up to some seal. Uh, oh, God.